Hello and welcome to Pinky's Out Podcast with your host, Andy, the Bearded Wonder, Kurt, number one on the board and in your hearts, and Ken, the last person to ever let you down. Pinky's Out. God damn, that sounds good. Oh, shit, are we live? Oh, we're live, baby. Oh, God damn, that oh, took boy. forever. Bunch of goddamn amateurs I work with here. Crack this vertical. We're starting out with a 2012 KBS. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that's a 2012 KBS. It's Founders Brewing. Old. Should be in school by now. Yeah, Founders Brewing, the brewery we love to hate because it was yep. brewed for us, and now it's not. Oh, my yeah, God. I know. Have you guys tasted that yet? Yeah, yeah. it's delicious. Holy fuck. Yeah. That's smooth. 2012 KBS. I, I want to say this was the first year I ever had of KBS. This is the one that started it. Well, this is back when you had to wait in line. It yeah. was a ticketed release. Still. Yeah, it was like hunting a unicorn. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's everywhere. Now it's everywhere, yeah. It's like freaking Bud Light. Buy it at the gas station. That's got a nice barrel note up front mm. that's definitely barrel, but it's not it's not slap me in the face. No. No. No, it's super mellow. It's got a really nice creamy mouthfeel, like the smooth end of it. Like the back end is super smooth and sweet. Yeah, it doesn't have get, that bite. No, but you got a little bit of that bite in the middle, though, a little bit of that coffee bite, you know, that I enjoy. I mean, I love the coffee stouts. I'm, well, yeah, that's what KBS was supposed to be, a chocolate coffee. I'm a big fan. Stout, yes. yes. I wish my back end was that smooth. Yeah, we all do. They make a cream for that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Who wants to open up with some news? Hey. Hey. Since the last episode, I guess more than two people listened to us, guys. Where's the cheer? Hey, Button Man. Uh, you're killing me. Yeah, I know damn amateurs, I tell you. <laughs> nice, right? <laughs> it's right? a golf clap, though. Where's the cheering section? You're killing me. Oh. Keep just, doing this. We just might. keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> no dead air. Yeah. No. Crickets. <laughs> All, right, All right. So so since the last one, and more than two people have listened to us, um, People kind of honed in on some of the comments that we'd made about some of our favorite breweries and some of the news and not so great news that we've been getting in the the media. So we thought maybe we'd elaborate a little bit on that. Uh, We'll start off with Founders since this night's kind of about Founders. Yeah, Yeah, Riley, this is for you. Some Michigan news, some hometown news. Yeah. So what? what? Oh, hey, stop that. (laughs) Don't touch me there. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Oh, boy. Anyway, so... The deal with Founders is their partners, the Spanish Brewing Company, and I'm never going to get that name right, Mahalo or Mucalawa. San Miguel. San Miguel. It's it's more than San Miguel. There's like four words in that name. Since they partnered with them, what was it, three years ago that the original partnership started? Sounds about right. They uh, did a, got a 30% take at Yeah, in order for them to expand into the European market and the good thing about that too is it also brought us some European beers that we couldn't get before because you know that distribution deal worked both ways. Um, that's what it's supposed to do, anyways. Not a fair trade in my mind. The beer here is way better. I agree. I have not had well. I, okay, for that continent, yes. But if we get into um, more England, UK, there's some damn tasty beers over there, guys. Um, especially Belgian beers. But anyways, yeah, that's a whole another. So since there. our original FU to Founders the last time, we've done a little more a little more research, dug into a little bit deeper. What appears to have happened is there's 24 or so minor stockholders that the San Miguel has bought out. So it wasn't necessarily the guys at Founders selling out their 
lion's share. It's they bought up the rest of the guys that had bought into Founders over the years. You kind of have to read between the lines a little bit when you read the article, and depending on what news source you go to, you get different numbers. But it sounds right. like sounds like really nothing much is going to change for us here in Grand Rapids as far as Founders goes, although I will guarantee you we're going to see less uh, new flavor releases, and I think that we're going to see a lot more – we're going to be a lot more underwhelmed by what's being put on the bottles. I think it's going to be more gimmicky. Yeah. Like they've already taken a barrel-aged coffee stout KBS, and they've already announced a coffee-flavored variant of that, an yeah, espresso, espresso variant. It's already in the stores. I've it's ridiculous. It. Yeah. Like it might taste good, but my, my thing with Founders is, um, you know, when they sold, sold out, they're selling off 90%. This is taking place in what, January? Yeah, January yeah, is January. one that's so going through. For yeah. me, every dollar I spend, 90 cents, is going overseas. Yeah, and that does kind of suck, when, especially when you're thinking about beers. You that know, sucks we, because they say they're, they're doing all this expansion and all this growth to benefit West Michigan and benefit Grand Rapids. And what's happening? All that money is being sent overseas. A chunk of it is. A chunk of it is. But you can also look at it, too, though. 90% of the... The production is going to be done in Grand Rapids. What do they have? Uh, Avery's not in Grand Rapids, though. Yeah, Avery's going to do a big production for the, the All Day IPA. They're producing eighty percent of All Day IPA, I think. Yeah, just the yeah. All Day though. But the they're not up to full capacity in Grand Rapids yet. If I remember reading the thing right, they can do one hundred and fifty thousand barrels, can't they? With this last expansion, oh, they've it? expanded. They took that whole parking lot out of the back, and it's all fermenter tanks now. Yeah, and it's. I think they have one hundred and fifty thousand barrel capacity now yeah it's huge so i don't know i think the biggest thing is we're just not going to see the like the kbs's come out anymore not like we used to look forward to them you know the, they're never getting rid of kbs though kbs no. will continue to no, come that's, out no that's not what i'm saying oh, okay it's like you know we all used to get geeked at that time of year when we knew that kbs was going to be announced pretty soon and backwards and backwards absolutely yeah now they're making a variant of backwards and french toast bastard Ugh. As long as it's not an extract, and I guarantee it's going to be an extract, it's, yeah, it's, and it's not going to be as good as people are thinking. No. Will it be tasty? Sure. Will it be priced okay for a barrel-aged beer that's going to be available to the public? Sure. Yeah, what I was reading, it was $20 a four-pack, which isn't horrible for a barrel-aged. Not, no. for, not for a variant like that. It's not horrible, no, but it's but probably going to be an extract, and it's probably not going to come off well on the palate. And it's going to be a macro brew. It's not going to be a small batch, and, and you're absolutely right. But that's, that's what I'm saying, though. They're going to come out. But it's not going to be the ones that we want to hunt down. We get that first bottle of the year and say, oh, this is better than 2016. Or what they freaking do? This is worse than 2014. That's not going to happen. It's going to be a standard freaking yank your chain. Here's this ingredient. Here's that ingredient. And it's just going to be bleh. And um, uh, aging isn't going to be a thing anymore. There's no point to aging a beer that's an extract beer. No. No. We had that one last time, the barrel-aged Imperial. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, on the last show we did that barrel aged imperial, yeah, and then that we, was nothing. Then we did the regular imperial stout that was aged for what was it five years or six years? Uh, that it was a fourteen. So yeah. yeah, that was phenomenal. But that the barrel aged one was harsh. Yeah, it was on the verge of starting to go bad. Starting to not not I wouldn't say go bad, just change. Yeah, it had that twinge to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that, the best like way I can put it. That almost sour tart. Yeah, yeah. Well. They're not going anywhere. Founders isn't going anywhere. They're going to brew more beer. Oh yeah. Is right. it going to be the beer we want? Might not be, but they're going to be. They're not going to be brewing for us anymore, like they've claimed for decades. No. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll drink an all day, all day. But yeah, they're going to be. 
They're going to be brewing for yeah. everybody. I, I do too, but I call it water. Ah. That that founders, the people that have a stake in founders are going to make really good Oodles. bank. Do you know how much beer they're going to send overseas and it's going to explode? The craft brewing industry overseas is a huge deal. Yeah. Well, yeah. See how that goes. I don't know. I don't think they'll do that well in Europe, to be honest. I think it's picking up quite a bit with a younger crowd. I, but see, they, ne- they never went through. They never went through prohibition like we did. Okay. See, the reason you've seen craft beer explode in the last twenty years is during prohibition, all of the little breweries that were phenomenal got put out of business. So you had this huge thing that only Budweiser, Miller, and Coors survived. Yeah. Five, six, seven breweries. Yeah. Yeah. Like in the whole country, you know. And so then all of a sudden American beer was their crap lagers that they produced, right? Yeah. Because that's what they could get out to the public fast enough. So beer as a whole kind of disappeared for two or three generations until the homebrew mm-hmm. kits started, you know, they started well in college. Yeah, it was the 90s. 90s. The homebrew kits started to become well, Sam Adams, I think, really was kind of one of the guys that pushed getting homebrewers going again because well, um, the guy that owns dogfish head too yeah yeah them were the first ones to they pumped money into the whole thing and and really kind of put kerosene on it where a lot of these guys that had been doing it for years in their basement all of a sudden had access to awesome ingredients now they weren't just making the the swill that most people considered homebrew back then you know right yeah. and variety is the spice of life man yeah yeah hey, was- people figured out like hey i can make something and find out what i like and, and then, oh, more. my God, other people like this, too? We can take take it somewhere with that. Well, it's like I go to the beer store now, and it used to be I never came home from, like, D. Schuler's or Risha's there in Grand Rapids without something. Yeah. Hell, half the time I go in there and I don't see anything I want to buy. No, it's kind of craft beer's kind of hit its peak, and now it's kind of dwindling down Yeah, where I, everybody's yeah. like, eh. We're plateauing the, yeah, in the industry. So the, industry the, the industry yeah. is um, kind of bloated. Yeah, and we live in a state where we're lucky enough, where Michigan, where you can pretty much trip and fall on a brewery and find a brewery. Yeah, yeah, and just about anything you fall on is going to be halfway decent or better. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, we all have our own opinions on it, but yeah. Okay, so moving on moving from on. Founders News, let's talk a little bit about Dark Horse. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 well. Our old friend, the Dark Horse. The Dark Horse, Marshall, Michigan. Uh, uh, you know, when they, f- when did they first open where they're at now, Kurt? Was that 1997, I believe, is when they first... No, or was that, that Founders? Founders was 97, not sorry. Founders was 97. The first Dark Horse was 2000 or 2003 that went belly up. Yeah, the one on the, the main drag there on yeah. downtown. Then they were out in the, I don't know what that doctor's office is now for a while. Oh, yeah. That didn't last very long. That was only there two years, I think. And then they put it out there by Wacky Willies. I want to say, what, 2007-ish? Mm. 2008-ish? Seems like it was before that. It was after, well, I got married in 2002, and it was after I got married. Yeah. So, anyway, early 2000s. Yeah. And it was just that little hole-in-the-wall place yeah. out there. It wasn't it was, very big. No, a little kitschy, you know. Like yeah. Interesting people in there all the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, people was, watching was amazing in there. It was, and the tchotchkes hanging on the walls. and yeah. yeah. You wrote profanity on the wall. People oh, yeah. Wrote, people write all kinds of garbage on the wall. Yeah. It was fun to go there. But since the beginning, yeah. service at the Dark Horse has always lacked 
Well, you mentioned it earlier. When anybody you talk about, hey, you talk, thinking about Dark Horse? Like, oh, yeah, service there. Yeah, everybody's like, yeah, I really want to go get a beer, but I don't know if I have three hours to wait to get served twice. Yeah, yeah that's something they've had problems with for From forever. the beginning. Yeah. So, so the big news with them, though, is the merger with Roke out of Royal Oak. Is it considered a merger or a buyout? <laughs> They're calling it a merger in the papers. But if you read into the story a little bit, the Dark Horse is very close to being out of business completely. They were very behind on their mortgage. The property taxes had not been paid. They could not produce enough beer to supply their dis- their distribution deals. And it was pretty much a mercy merger, I'm going to call it. If they had not merged, quote unquote, or bought them out, yeah. they we wouldn't have the Dark Horse. It'd be done. It'd be done. See, all this news coming to light. Um fits in that makes sense now with the last uh party we were at right before four elf you know the night before four elf the big bottle share the big line in the back property um where everybody lines up the first year kurt brought me to that there were almost 600 people in oh, line. Yeah. that was the thing to do 600 yep. people and everybody was buying a hundred to two hundred dollars worth of beer i saw guys buying seven eight hundred dollars worth of beer they people oh, were yeah. coming from colorado kansas texas we met in line oh well, yeah the first guys in line would take out pallets oh yeah yeah. So now, last year, there were, I think the official number was like 252, and about 20 or 30 of us went through the line twice. Yeah, yeah I believe it. correctly, for some of the variants. Well, now, I stopped going years ago because I hate how they ran their, their events. They were poorly organized. Um, the one year I sat in the cold for seven hours, freezing my balls off. And you're supposed to have a ticket, right, to go up to claim your, get what beers oh, and that stuff was the you token, want? that was the token year. Yeah. They're p- drunk people just walking through line and walking out with their beer. Nobody checking their token. Their supposed security guards were not doing a damn thing. No. I just, you know. I. Well, and then they had the one year, uh, the last year everybody was camping out. They canceled that. I think the law enforcement in the area just said no more. No more camping out overnight. Yeah, well, they, I believe I can understand that. that oh, was it got getting crazy. To be, that was getting out of control. The but. last night that they did the overnight was nuts. And that that was the year that you went that I didn't go. And the next year I went. There were almost 600 people in line. So yeah, it was nuts. This last 2018 release, there was 200-ish people there. Right. A stark, stark difference compared to the year before. And that was because they wouldn't announce their namesake beer for that weekend. The Bourbon Barrel Plead the Fifth. Yeah. Right. They didn't announce it. They never released it. And while we were in line, they repeatedly said, well, it's going into distry. We're a little bit behind on bottling. And that was believable in the fact because their bottling facility has only been able to handle so much. And they used to have to keep yeah. a right. few days. They used yep. to have to get a few days ahead. So it's very believable that they were a little bit behind on bottling. And then when April this past spring hit and the 2018 bourbon barrel played the fifth didn't hit distro. Everybody's like, well, what's going on? And you can go to social media. You got crickets. No responses. No answer. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And that's because they just didn't brew the beer. Yeah. Well, you, you can't make beer if your suppliers won't sell to you because you're behind on your bills. And that's terrible. It's, it's terrible that this situation has come about because that bourbon barrel plead the fifth, that barrel, that barrel aged beer stood out among barrel aged beers because oh, yeah. of the barrels they used. And remind me what those barrels were, Heaven Hill? Mm-hmm. You guys, Kurt, I, you. I'm sorry, dude. I'm let's think, a let's think about it. There, there were barrels that other people weren't using, so it gave Burn Barrel Plea to Fifth a distinct barrel note. Right. That was super buttery oh, smooth. Crap. I want to say it was Heaven Hill barrels. 
heaven something or like something like that. But it was an off brand. I know that. So this year, um, every year, Kurt and I, when we showed up at the times, we'd, we'd go to Denny's and have breakfast there first, then show up. We always ended up in the in the numbers of 50 to 60 or 70. Mm-hmm. And we liked that spot. Hung out with a lot of great people from Chicago. Sure. A lot of great people from Detroit. This year, we were like six, seven and eight in line. Oh, geez. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were right up front. We were right up front. And we're like, this is great. And we got the awning out and got the heaters going. And then when you start looking around, there's a fraction of the people there. Well, when that happens, then there's a fraction of the people there. That means there's a fraction of the beers there. So the reason why everybody was going to this is the third best bottle share, the tri-state area, um, the, you know, what's the dark Lord day is like the massive, massive, crazy one. Oh, over yeah. oh, yep. Three Floyd, three Floyd, three dark, Floyd dark Lord yeah. day is cr- a crazy party. And people were, they don't want to, they weren't comparing the two, but you know, the dark horse bottle share was up there. So you would get beers all from all over the country and oh, you'd yeah. be able to get to sample. It was nothing to be able to get 50 new check-ins on untapped in a 12-hour day if you're just doing one ounce, half ounce pours and samples. Right. You were blowing up untapped all day long and it was great. You discover amazing beers and amazing breweries. Well, that now could be dead. A lot of people are like, well, no, that'll, they'll keep doing it. It'll never end. Well, it continued because... Uh, the family that owned Dark Horse allowed it because it was private property. That is no longer going to be their private property anymore. No. It's going to be owned by Roke or by other shareholders, and they have a vote on whether or not that's going to be allowable. Well, their liability insurance has a bigger vote as to whether that's going to be allowable. That is absolutely true, too. I, and I'm going to vote no, that they're not going to allow that, just my own dealings with corporate liability insurance. So but, this, is ta- this is, in my opinion, this is... It's done. Very unfortunate news. It's done. It, it sucks. You know, we've had a love-hate relationship with the Dark Horse for 15 years. Yeah. I love their beer. I've always loved their beer. And I love the food at the, the tap room. Oh, yeah. Their pizza is amazing. Oh, my God. It's awesome. But the service has always sucked. I've always hated their events. You know, I think one of the last crawfish boils I went to, I stood in line for an, an hour and a half just to get a damn beer. Yeah. Um, I didn't even get any food because that line was even longer. Um. I just I don't like poorly ran events. I, you know, I understand you get a curveball here and there, but not when it's consistently poorly ran. I get that, and as somebody who's I'm very neat and orderly and clean. I going to a, going to a poorly run event, I actually kind of enjoyed sometimes. And I'm not even going to use the term poorly run. I a little bit of chaos in life can be fun, and I really I really enjoyed how busy and crazy that is, and the different um, very eclectic number of people, bikers. Business class people. Oh, that part is you know, awesome. That was always but, awesome. They they drew a ton of really cool people but from different backgrounds. Oh, yeah. And the best part about breweries like that is when you get that eclectic group of people together, then there's no TVs. There's no computers. What do people do? We talk. Yeah. And true. when we talk, we talk about each other. We talk about stories. We talk about shared events. And it was great, man. I met so many cool people there. Well, yeah. The Dark Horse has always been a place where you meet new people. Oh, yeah. And... <laughs> try like the share line like you'd see stuff you'd never see here in michigan and people would be more than willing to share where they got it what they thought of it and then you'd share right back and everybody had a great time nobody was on their phone nobody was looking at their computer it was just yeah yeah and that's um catching on there are breweries out there that are doing that and the brewery that does that the best in my opinion is one well that's another story for a little bit later i've never Um, been there so what do you guys think about that 2012? I just finished it, and that's I got, I gotta say I'm pretty shocked that held up so amazingly well. The barrels there, everything's there. Yeah. Great coffee flavor. 
No, it's perfect. I yeah, absolutely. that gets pinkies out for Thank sure. You. Well, as we're waiting for the next one to get poured, we're going to move Ooh. on to 2013. Ooh. Oh. Oh, my. Oh, my. Mm. I'm going to turn in the glasses. Getting all tingly. Oh, boy. Ooh. I'll try not to make too much noise doing this. Yeah, you'll have that. That's all right. We'll get through it. We'll power through. We'll power through. Power through. So, so what's new with you this week, Kurt? Oh, not a whole lot. Uh, trying to stay. There was no fizz when I opened that. Uh-oh. 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 Uh-oh, ladies and gentlemen, we might have a problem. Oh, no. The cap was definitely secure, but there was no pop, no fizz. Oh, no. Hey, um, how'd that flag go, those flags you made go over? Oh, yeah, the flag for work? Yeah. Yeah, that uh, that brought $425 in Damn. at auction. Nice. It was a wooden American flag that I carved the stars out and then just glue the slabs together for the stars or the, the stripes. stripes. Yeah. Nice. It was about three foot wide. That was nice. You came out real. Of, came out real nice. Put a lot of work into that. Yep. Um, that was money you raised for the United Way, correct? Yeah, that's for United Way. They do that every year. Um, people nice. try to donate. Um, Andy usually buys an airplane work <laughs> art. He's got a collection going now. He's got two of them now nice. by the same guy that takes pictures every year. Yeah, it's also payroll deductible, so it's not like I'm chunking over all that money right away. Ooh, that was the best part of the thing. We're up at the auction and nobody's bidding. And that guy that runs it, he goes, "You know, just so you know, this is payroll deductible, so you don't have to be shy. Just uh, throw your hand up and uh, bid on some stuff." Nice, owned uh, by the company store. <laughs> eh. Uh oh, he's trying the thirteen. He's got his he's got his tongue going over there. I'll wait for you guys. Here All right, go, Kurt. here we come. Just for a visual, think of the old uh, Rudolph the Reindeer claymation. With the Yukon Jack licking his ice pick to tell what's in the ice. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you brought up that visual instead of my tongue sticking in the bottle a minute ago. Oh, no, no, no. I totally no. I totally can this picture is a family show, sir. The, uh, the Claymation Rudolph right now. Yep, he's like... <laughs> oh, I hope everybody on, loves listening to my chair. On the end of his axe. All right, 2013. Here we go. Pinky's out. Oh, I smell caramel. Hmm. Mm. Um. Not as smooth as the last one. No, and remember, there was no carbonation pop when I opened that. But, but you, there's, there's definitely there's definitely carbonation here. Yeah, you can see it in the glass. There's more of a barrel bite. Yeah. Yeah. Barrel right up front. No off flavors. No. No, no green apples. No apple peels. Nothing weird like that. Yeah, it's not sour. But I smell caramel and I smell it, but I don't taste it. I don't smell coffee. I, I don't taste coffee really. No, I get a lot more of the barrel up front on this one. Yeah, I get wood, charred wood. That's yeah, why. yeah, I get that like um, bourbony, bourbony charred wood. Yeah. What barrels do they use? Do you guys know? White oak. They're not. They're not supplied. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> they're not supplied by anybody in particular, yes. like Jack Daniels or, or Jim Beam or anybody. No, I don't know as if that's ever been brought up. I don't know if they ever release who's. I don't know. Hmm. I, I've never heard what barrels they use. Probably, you know, keeping it quiet so that somebody can't mimic or, or you know, yeah. re- reproduce that. But I wouldn't be. I don't know. It's probably not Grand Traverse. Distilling. Well, now, you know, as we nah. get further and further into the vertical, the barrels are kind of pointless because they're brewing more beer than they could probably get barrels for. I would think. So, no. yeah. Just for the sheer amount of KBS that was available this year. It's still on the shelf. I can still go buy it right now. Yeah, that's just, I can go buy a case from from the Megabev right, you know, five minutes from my house. That blows my mind. You know, I used to be lucky if I got two a year. Yeah. And I've probably bought at least three, four packs this year. Yeah. I still got 
some, some left drinking. that I'd forgot that I even had. I was like, oh, look, two more four packs. Nice. Yeah. Oh, nice. man. This is going to be, uh, this is beer number two out of eight. Mm. So uh, I will. Um, so it's for dinner. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to make it through all eight. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, as no. the as the grizzly old veteran at the end of the table, eh, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens, but uh, I'll feel bad if we don't. But then again, I'll probably feel a lot better if we don't. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Won't be as hungover. Yeah. Why are you drinking at ten a.m. so I can recover before work tomorrow? Right. I gotta Damn. go to I gotta at go to work. Oh. 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 <laughs> well, that wraps up news. Oh. I mean, yeah. did you guys have other news you wanted to talk about? Like. Well, I tried talking to you guys, but I got crickets. When I, I got crickets, but oh, yeah. So more news. So. I like news. News is news. News is news. Well, we wanted to talk about Netflix and Mindhunter oh, yeah. that you turned me on to. Oh, yeah. Holy cow, is that show awesome. Amazeballs, isn't it? Yeah. That was really good. First season was still better, in my opinion. Second season was really good, though. I don't know, though. I thought I, I really liked the second season because they character. Um, Sorry, my words are failing because uh, of Tesh, because of uh, Bill. Bill, his whole storyline that they developed with his adopted son having basically autism, I'm guessing, is what they're going to come around to a diagnosis of him. Yeah. Because, you know, back then they didn't have that kind of Could they even diagnose autism back then? Yes, but it wasn't mm-hmm. as well known. See, they, wasn't a- was it was it the late 90s that they rewrote the, um, the, the definitions of autism and stuff and they expanded yeah, the it into a in spectrum? the 70s. Yeah, well, 80s. Well, this yeah. last season was in the early 80s. Right. Was that the 80s? Yeah. Started really? in the 70s. And yeah. Then... That was the 81, 81, 82-ish, I think, is when the... the um, That's a good point. I should probably pay more attention to the cars. That's, the cars in a show are usually a good indicator of what cars, decade. Cars, clothes, and yeah, we were talking about the other day where he just goes into the restaurant with his kid, orders the ice cream, and just lights up a cigarette. Like oh, my nothing, God. I know, right? Like just, nothing. And nobody no problem. an eye. They're in the airplane smoking. <laughs> Nobody cares. As a former smoker, even when I was a smoker, I when they in Michigan here when they banned smoking in restaurants and other areas, I was very thankful for that. Even when I was a smoker, I'm like, yeah, because that was just too much. I grew up with a three pack a day smoker, and thankfully, I I quit a couple of years ago. You know, once in a while, I'll fall off the bandwagon, but you know, that's just a better choice for society. Yeah. I mean, you go down south. There's still oh yeah, there's still fast food places where you got the old school like yellow colored aluminum ashtrays that you haven't seen for thirty years. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't know how often you guys go to the casino, but never they can still smoke up here. And then you go down to Ohio, and all the casinos down there are no smoking. Oh really? Yep. I might actually go to one if they stopped smoking here. Yeah, yeah. The last time I went in the casino, I walked through. I was in there five minutes. I started. <laughs> I just started. It was too much for me to take in. Yeah, and they we have they have a no summer. smoking area, but. Oh, it's still, it doesn't matter that that the, yeah. the no smoking area is yeah. still. It's a joke. <laughs> it's like a corner the size of this basement in a gymnasium. Yeah, it's a that's joke. That's non smoking with no ventilation. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. Last time we were at uh, the casino was to see Toby Keith, which was amazing. But um, so we got there a little early to eat at the casino, you know, because we're like, well, why would we eat and then go? But, right. And I'm sitting there and we sat up on the. Oh, that one restaurant that's a little bit raised. Oh, yeah, the tap house has the upstairs balcony. Yeah. Yep. So we, we eat up there. She's like, where do you want to eat? I said, I want to eat up here because this people watching is amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then it, we're, we're eating it, and I'm like, this place just smells like old cigarettes and desperation. <laughs> I mean, it was just 
Yeah. You know, there's people dragging oxygen tanks along to their freaking casino. Oh, I'm like, this just, this makes me sad. I mean, it's the people watching's good. The food is always good. Yeah, the food was good. I will, yeah. I will admit that. I mean, as close as it is, sometimes you just want a Friday night out without a kid, without kids or anything, and you usually run out there and get good drink specials and people, good people watching, and throw fifty bucks into a slot machine and call it a night. Yeah, and their their buffet. I mean, if you can't find something to eat buffet. at that buffet, mm-hmm. but you, uh, you done goofed. Pro tip: Stay away from the bread. Yeah. <laughs> mm, I don't even know if there is any bread at that buffet. Don't fill up on the bread. So you mentioned Netflix and yes. Mindhunters was amazing. Yeah, um, I loved it. Have you guys read up on Disney Plus that should be coming out this month? No, I really haven't. I, I know I'm, I am I need to sign up for it because it sounds amazing. So so I think the basic package was around 7 or 8 bucks. Um, and it like bundles with Hulu and ESPN. ESPN, ESPN yeah. Yep, which, for like 12 or $13 a month. Um, this is actually going to work out great for us. Yep. Because uh, we have fiber optic moving into the neighborhood. Ooh. Yeah. Fiber so. Yeah, you're a winner. <laughs> Goodbye cable. Because uh, we're currently paying uh, almost $200 a month for basic expanded cable. Ouch. With the highest rated internet they have, which is sold as 150 and 10 And you get what? 85 and 8. I actually get a little bit better than that. Um, so for most people, that um, the 150 and 10, there's 150 megabytes download and right. 10 megabytes upload. We're currently operating around 180 to 190 down with about 11 or 12 up. Nice. But but that fiber optic, no hookup fees, no connection fees, no fees whatsoever, $99 a month, 1,000 megs down and 100 megs up. You're going to have to upgrade your computer. You have to upgrade uh, a lot of things. You have to upgrade life. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, Kurt, remember all that RG6 we just ran a month ago for better signal? Uh, <laughs> Might as well rip it all out. That's a waste. Because, yeah, yep. you got to run Ethernet cable. you got to run Cat6 uh, Ethernet cables to handle a gig down. So mm. that'll still be worth it because you can get 1,000 feet of that for 150 bucks online. Hmm. Lucky I know a guy that has the thing to make the ends. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I know, you know a guy. I know a guy yeah. sitting right at this table I here. Yeah, I know a guy. I know a guy. Yeah, pinkies out. <laughs> yeah. So that's coming up. They're talking about running the trunk through our neighborhood end of this year, beginning of next year. Um, they're already running on the main street out in front of our neighborhood. So, yeah, we're getting rid of cable. Nice. We're doing Disney Plus, the bundle. We already have Amazon Prime. We make our money back on that every year just on the shipping fees that we save on. Yeah, we so they got, too. And then they've got the boys on there. So that, they're going to have really have good you content. Watched that? Yeah. I was, I had never heard about that. And one day I was at home and the wife and kids were away and I'm like, this looks weird. Oh, oh, oh God, that was good. That was <laughs> that good. First episode alone, it's like <laughs> my favorite part <laughs> at my the superhero fa- bar. No, no, no. Oh. My favorite part was the was the C four up the guy's ass. Oh, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> and then he's like, "You're not gonna blow me up." And then he blows him up. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> like oh. Guts and ev- guts and everything everywhere. everywhere. And it was uncut. <laughs> that was great. Uh, I don't, I like don't want to super. I like the superhero bar though, where they're walking through and the oh, guy, God. Yeah. the guy shrinks and dives head first into that gal, into that gal's uh, <laughs> nether regions. Swinks. We'll show you some diagrams later, Kurt. Yeah, draw me a picture. Yeah. Um. Wow. <laughs> so we're looking. We're looking forward to all of that. Getting rid of that cable connection, and uh, not to mention, it's no fees to hook up. That's awesome. If fiber optics, the future. 
do it now while there's no fees and we've got it running and then we can adapt as we go. But we literally came to a conclusion yesterday with our child being gone. <laughs> we got up in the morning, ate some coffee, sat down on the couch, and it was a solid three hours before we realized that we hadn't turned the TV on and we were just sitting there reading. What? I'm, why? I'm not paying for cable then. Why? I don't, I don't need it. Yeah. Literally, so the only thing we do with cable right now is turn on some kids' cartoons for a half an hour in the morning and a half an hour to 45 minutes in the evening, and that's it. Not worth it, in my opinion. No. Yeah, and then with Disney Plus coming, isn't that the Mandalorian? Yep. Not only that, but when Disney Plus hits, all all of the Disney movies are going to be on there is what I'm hearing. Yeah, that's that's why I, I'm going to do it. Because there's a few of those old classics I'd like to watch again. Now, if they can get Nickelodeon on there, too. Oh. Mm. I don't know if that's a thing or not. <coughs> what Nickelodeon? <coughs> yeah, but I, does I Disney? Know. No, Disney. Their, no, yeah. no, no. I don't know who owns Nickelodeon or if Nickelodeon owns itself. I don't know, but Nickelodeon has some amazing uh, kids content on there, which is great. But yeah, I just want to bring back the Fairly Odd Parents and Danny Phantom. <laughs> He's a phantom. Danny is, phantom. Is he though? He is. All right, but now you know he got exposed to energy from the ghost zone, Kurt. That sounds spooky. It was very spooky. And he had a thermos to catch ghosts in. Ghosts? Like the box ghost and the lunch lady. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. But with, you know, <laughs> the way content's going and the rest of us, you know, you hit that point in like the 70s, 80s, and now the 90s are starting to get into this realm where you find everything online. Yeah. YouTube, other places. So you start reliving a lot of these things. and Well, like you were watching on your computer there. Ronin Warriors. Warriors. Was it nineteen eighty eight? Oh boy. Oh and the animation, so <laughs> that was the first anime that that was an English dub anime for the United States. Yep. It was done in I don't know where it was done in, but then they dubbed it for the United States and that was my first exposure to anime as in the eighties as a kid. Well the first was Gundam, not this is my th- well the Ronin Warriors Ronin Warriors was the first anime I was ever exposed to. Oh, that okay, got gotcha. that got me into Gundam Warriors and uh Cowboy uh, a lot of the other stuff. Cowboy and, Bebop. Yep. And, and then the mothership, Akira. Oh, that original movie was phenomenal. Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, man. So how's this 13 tasting to you guys now? It's sit a little bit. I must be the yeah. thirsty one of the group because mine's all gone. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Almost had a spit tank there oh, for Oh, don't spill it. I'm just talking too much, I guess. I don't know. Oh, yeah. We must be talking too much because you and I still have beer. Yeah. I don't know. I just was not... As good as the twelve. No, the the twelve was definitely way better than the thirteen. But the thirteen is not bad. Not not too bad. It's not I mean, awful. No, I mean I drink it, but I don't know. It, to me, this doesn't taste any different than a fresh bottle I could pull off the shelf. The that station. you know that's that's a great point. Yeah, this mm-hmm. does remind me of eighteen and nineteen a bit. Yeah, yeah, that barrel right up front where it slaps you, and then you're like, yeah. oh, there's the rest of it. See, and that was the other great thing about this beer is you tried to get. Two four-packs. One, of course, you had to drink right away because you couldn't stand it like no. Christmas morning. I got to see what's new. Right. And so then you'd put the rest in a dark corner of your basement and save it for a year or two. And you were either sadly disappointed or greatly impressed. Like 2014 Backwoods Bastard was an amazing year for Backwoods oh my God. Bastard. Yeah, that was the... That was the year Kurt's like, hey, man, you got to try this stuff out. And I'm like, well, it's my birthday weekend, and it's coming out. So That's where we both bought cases of it. We each bought a case of that and went up there for lunch for my birthday. And Kurt's like, you got to save some of this. I'm like, okay, maybe. 
I drink the whole how that work out. I drink the whole case in two weeks. Yeah. Oh jeez. Yeah, he comes to work. He's like, yeah, you know that case we bought? It's gone. I was like, oh. Yeah, and fourteen ended up being the best year of Backwoods by far out of all of them. I'll say I'm. I think I have a bottle left, and I know oh, Ken's got more than that. Yeah. I, I now I, I now I've got have almost two a bottles. half a case left. Yeah. I got two bottles in a trade from somebody somewhere. I've got two verticals of um, Backwoods that we'll be doing at some point in this series. You wow. Know? Nice. Nice. All right, here we go. This we is have to bring be... our sleeping bags off. We do that. This will be the 2014. All right, so now he's going to open the 2014. I don't remember. Two, I don't remember 14. I don't. Go ahead. Oh. Oh, boy. Oh. 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 She's got a little... She's got a little life in her. A little pep on her. Little pep. Little, little pep. pep. <laughs> and uh, where's the so, other bottles at over there? Uh, you threw it away already. Oh, you want the 12? Yeah, I want to I look at them real quick. So how many people, after they've watched Mindhunters, immediately jump on their phone and go to Wikipedia and start looking these well, guys yeah, up? Well, yeah, I went to the YouTube and started watching the, the right. actual interviews with the people. With Ed? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, with that Ed. That is creepy stuff. Yeah, it is. And they copy word for word. That guy playing that, the co-ed killer is amazing. Oh, my God. That guy's insane. Ed Kemper? Yeah, Ed oh, Kemper. That oh guy's insane. What did you guys think about Charlie Manson this season, though? The guy playing Charlie Manson. <laughs> 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 I thought they actually got Oh, wait, no. It didn't need to pass away. Yeah, yeah. And then he sat in a he sat in a cooler somewhere for like almost a year and a half while they fought over his body. Yeah. Oh God, that guy did an amazing job. Yeah, he just hop, he just hops up on the table and just starts talking to him. Yeah. No man, that's in my circle. That stuff's in your circle. You're responsible for your circle. And I love the <laughs> the the police and the the guards before they get there. Like, don't stare at him. He hates it when you stare at him. And don't mention how short he is. And don't yeah, don't bring that up. <laughs> that's great. Right. I had a teacher like that in high school. So the 12 was 11.2%. Okay. The 13 is 11.2%. And now the 14 that he's pouring is also 11.2%. Mm. This will come in important later mm. when they make a jump here. Eventually. Eventually. Eventually they're going to make a jump. Eventually. Yeah, the 15 is also 11.2. So... Allegedly. When we, when we get the 2015 poured after the 14, I'll grab the next four. Yep. But that was that was the thing. The first three, or actually the first four, are all the same ABV right now. Nice. You know, that's... I don't know how they do that, but that kind of makes me feel like they use the same process. Yeah, that's how they year. were doing it back then. Mm-hmm. They're, it was the same every year. And then it started getting weird. Yeah, so... The, it was the same every year in a micro batch, right? So little things could change, even though they technically were doing the same thing. Right. So it really brought it down to the barrel, the condition in which it was stored. Yeah. yeah the temperature, the humidity, right? They tried to keep so, that the same. They put them in the caves, the old gypsum caves below Grand Rapids. Right. Yeah, there's a vast network of gyp- gypsum mines yeah, below true. Grand Rapids that, that um, when they stopped mining gypsum, they rented a space out because it is cold, and it's the exact same temperature year-round all the time, consistent. Yeah, they can keep that consistent. Yep. Like, that's always been a thing with KBS. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you got the computer out? Google yeah. up uh, the Grand Rapids gypsum mines. I think it's got to be like... 46 degrees year-round. Nice. Yeah, it's cool down there. I know that Detroit has, like, salt mines and crap under it, but I didn't... I, I remember taking uh, a school 
trip there one year. And um, it was in the middle of summer, and we were instructed to bring winter coats because it was so cold down there. Huh. A little fun fact. But, um, yeah, they got a, there's got to be a vast amount of storage down there in those gypsum mines. Well, 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 let's take a look. I'm doing it. I got it, too. Cornholio. I have it, too, yo. Back off. It's a race. See, the mining began in 1841. It's a race who can put on their reading glasses I the remember fastest. back in 1841. Do you? I do. Okay. Hey, I'm not too far behind you on the reading He's glasses. He's got the oldie time glasses on. Oh, I do. Pepperidge Farm, Farm remembers. Parody. Parody. But they do remember. Uh, members? Remember yeah. when? Oh, I remember. So let's see here. It says now the mines are not active, nope. but now they serve as a dry storage almost 100 feet below hmm. the cities of Wyoming, hmm. which is where our little baby-faced wonder grew up, if I'm not wrong. Yep, Wyoming suburb of Grand Rapids. And the underground security company store microfilm, so that's probably where they have Kennedy's assassination Records in. I'm oh. sure there's a ton of companies that hire a third party to store records down there. Oh my goodness. Let's yeah. see. There has been a downside to the gypsum mining in Michigan, however, as the 1990s, a section of US 131 in Grand Rapids was found to be sinking as a result. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oops. <laughs> as if Michigan runs weren't bad enough, let's put them in a mine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as if 131 didn't suck. Oh, wait, we're about to fall 400 feet under the ground. Just what nice. the S-curve needed up there. <laughs> fall into a big old hole. Hey, look, the S-curve is now a Z-curve. Oh. Nice. oh Caution. Yeah. Is yeah. it uh, appropriate for me to scratch my nose with the mic? No. <laughs> you do you, boo-boo. We'd be happy if you took your hands out of your pants, but... Well, I mean, they're so warm. Your hands? Yes. Oh, wait. Uh... <laughs> Oh, right. God. That's what she said. So, all right. Initial reactions right. to the 2014? 2014. Here we go. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. That one just kind of went flat. It does not it, have... There's, like, hardly any kind of scent. You know what I mean? It's not... Yeah, there's not much aroma. Not much coffee. I mean, there's, there's barrel. barrel. There's barrel, barrel but that's but about it. It doesn't. It, it tastes like a fresh KBS. I'm amazed. I'm amazed that the oldest beer so far is the most amazing out of the group. Yeah. yeah. That was also the year it super took off too. Like that was the year like I mean, people like would kill your brother to get a bottle of that stuff. Not not surprised that so. that that tasted. That's the best beer I've had in six months, easily. Yeah. Yeah. This year for me, just about. And it's. Seven year, almost an eight year old beer now. Yeah, almost seven and a half years. It's almost seven and a half. Yeah, yeah, because they come out um, winter, like January, February, March. Yeah, March usually. Yeah. I thought. March. And uh, yeah, how much longer till KBS goes year round? Now that uh, backwards, backwards is a year round beer. That kind of killed backwards. Well, so is Oberon. I mean, Oberon. You Oberon. Oberon. Oberon was. Uh, oh wait, Oberon's year round now. No. You can buy that. I guarantee you can go to the store right now and find Oberon. Oh, you yeah, yeah, it. you can find it. You can buy it, but it's not brewed year-round. It's round. not released, yeah. They have, the they have if it's sitting on a goddamn shelf all year round. Okay. Well, they're, they're squirrel it away. They, they, they brew it, package it, sell it. If it if it sits on the sell, shelf, it sits on the shelf. Backwoods yeah. is being continuously brewed year-round oh, now. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's Fair the enough. one difference. Fair enough. Well, well that kind of takes the magic out of Backwoods for me. Yeah. 
I mean, back, Backwoods is one of those ones where... Yeah, it's you, still on the shelf right now. When you hunt it, it makes it that more special and, to me. And I don't mind paying a premium for something like that. I really don't. I, I, I'm not going to get drunk off a beer like that any day anyways. It, to me, that's... I don't mind spending $15, $20 on that, a bottle of that beer because I've hunted it. It's been a you know a treasure hunt for me, and I'm going to enjoy every last sip of that beer. I'll definitely get drunk off that because that's like a 12, 12% barrel-aged beer. Yeah, right now. 15 bucks for a four-pack, so that's It's not even is. that anymore. No. It was $13.99 today. Yeah, the prices are going down because yeah. it's not selling. It's, it's sitting. Yeah. I haven't seen anybody walk out of a shop with Backwoods in six months. No. No. Nope. I saw it sitting today at the grocery store. You know who I haven't seen in the store a whole lot? Of course, I haven't been to the, the good beer store in a while, but Odd Side. Yeah, I haven't heard much from Outside lately. They just did their big release up there with their uh, hipster brunch style and Hazel's Nuts. Yeah, that was two months ago, a month and ago. Hazel's <laughs> Nuts. Yeah, okay. that, well, that's another amazing beer. We that gotta, always makes me smile. We got to do one of those ones <laughs> yeah, Hazel's one day. Nuts. That was amazing. Yeah. Outside tastings. Yeah. That mm. was the first beer that I ever paid $8 for a bottle. Yeah. Was the um, hipster brunch stout, the, oh. the rye whiskey barrel aged. Speaking of expensive, you know, eight ounce bottles, we should get some Prairie Bombs. So I am more than happy to share in that adventure, but I will say the hype doesn't, the beer does not live up to the hype. It tastes good. Really? I've been, I've been impressed with everyone I've. Kurt, Kurt's going to agree with me on this. For the price point, I would rather spend my money elsewhere. It's a good thing to try out and check out, but their bottles are 10 to $20 a bottle. Yeah, oh, I know. I I usually get one or two a year. So Sarah and I got... You got the Nior one last time, didn't you? The what one? The Prairie Bomb Nior. Yeah, uh, the the Pirate Nor. Yeah. Yeah. And I was so looking forward to this because I love rum barrel aged beers. And yeah. we opened oh, it see, and we, I don't. We opened it and we tried it and we were like, it tastes okay and it's good. But it was just average. Yeah, it no, wasn't twenty dollars a bottle. Worth. I'm I'm not paying that for an average beer. No, I I'm pretty sure I had that one, and I would agree. But I'm not. A people huge fan fight of and chase for that. That there's an apple brandy pirate nor that people go ape crazy for. That is supposed to be amazing, and I just don't care about it after tasting the other ones that I have. Hmm. And I've never done their birthday bombs because their birthday bombs have chilies in them, and beers with chilies in them are just kind of not my thing. Well, why don't you tell me how you really feel? So no. I think he just did. I think I he did. Actually, I like it. I wasn't sure I would like the chili thing at first, but I do like their birthday bomb. I really do. But mm. Yeah, really that do. 14 is it's just kind of flat. It's yeah. meh. I would say. I mean, there's carbonation in it, but I mean. Yeah, it's not flat like missing carbonation. No, it's no, no. flat it's on the. Flavor. It's just, flat. There's no flavor. It's, it's meh. Yeah, it's, it's, it just tastes like barrel to me, really. Yeah. It's a it's a barrel aged coffee stout, and that's all you can say about it. Yep. Coffee comes Drop in down. at the back end pretty light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of coming in at the back end, then, hey Kurt, how hey you Kurt. feeling? How you doing? Hey, I'm doing pretty good over here, huh? Yeah. 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 Oh boy. Yeah, you need to put your fez on. Uh, See, now those are super cool, and I was very sad that when we all got down here and realized we couldn't put the headphones on, I, know, I was like, oh. I cried a little bit. I died a little inside. We were all going to wear the fez hats. Yeah, but the microphone stand can wear it. That's true. That's it true. Festive. Hey, I should probably do that. It's very festive. It's festive, yeah. Andy didn't follow Andy didn't suit. follow suit. Because he didn't stop fucking with his mic stand. Dirty like rat. Two seconds yeah, ago. the more I messed with it, the worse it got. Stop now I finally figured it out. Fiddling with it. 
Well, you know, I mean, he likes to fiddle about. We wanted to jump in and try things out, and we all bought $35 mics, and (laughs) hey, it sounds pretty decent, but half the stuff just doesn't fit together all that great. (laughs) Don't worry about that. We're a hillbilly. Dude, yeah, I'm totally glad we tried out these mics. for Even though they're super cheap, they still sound pretty cool. Yeah, Um, I think so. The first episode we did with one one of this exact mic sounded good. I think this is going to sound better on the back end. Hopefully, hopefully I'm not breathing too loud though. Well, that's the one thing I'm sitting here. Yeah, it's like I'm not even trying to huff and puff, and it's picking up. This thing can pick up a mouse fart in a Catholic church from across the way. That definitely was not. That was the that was the elephant that ate the mouse. That's the elephant <laughs> fart. That's Horton hears a who. Horton definitely heard more than a who. It was more like huh? That was a who, what, where, when, and why. Oh my lord. <laughs> oh my lord So you talked you, We brought up Akira And we moved on really quick I think we need to go back to that That yeah. movie is probably One of the first anime movies That I watched I was just like Blown away with Like the, the animation style The storyline And it holds up I've watched it again oh, yeah. here Like a year or two ago When it was on Netflix What does not hold up And I watched it And I'm thinking Oh my god I liked this back in the day Is um, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yes. Oh my lord. I loved that anime, and I haven't rewatched don't, it. Don't, don't spoil your memory. <laughs> don't shit on that perfect childhood, Andy. I beg you, let it lie in the past where you have fond memories of it. Because watching it now, and it's like, what the fuck is going on here? You got this kid beaten off to a girl in a coma Aww. and like jizzing in his hand. I don't remember any of the sexual innuendos in that, to be honest. Well, it was supposed to be a mind bender. Supposed to be a crazy mind bender of an anime. It was not. It was just bad. It was like a pedo dream. It oh my was God. just terrible. But what I want to see, and I I hope they don't remake it because the last remake was awful. The original Bubblegum Crisis. Oh my God, Kurt's out of beer. Oh, that already. was your thing. That was my jam, but Every time I came over, that's what you had on. I know, right? Oh my uh, God, I've got like two sips into this and Kurt's already out of beer. Oh, my God, I'm lagging. All right. So back to Akira, though, really yeah. quick. They, I am very sad that... Uh, Are they um, making it live action? No. Well, I'm not sad about that. I'm sad that they've indefinitely postponed the live action movie. I believe it was either the director or the producer. They've decided to um, tap him for Thor 4. Ugh. So they have Blech. indefinitely postponed the Akira movie. Kind of sad to hear that. I really wanted to Is see that Favreau? come together. I don't know. We'd have to Google search that. We probably should have looked that up. The, that's the the one tough thing about sitting down and kind of just talking and that's what we have Kurt being for. really organic is when we need facts. There's a 30 second delay in looking something up right, because but that's we what forgot. We have Kurt for. I'm looking at horrible. it right now. We need an Kurt. You're the elephant in the group with your memory. Okay, so you brought up we brought up live action anime stuff. Thank goodness and, for the interwebs. Right. Have you checked out the live action Full Metal Alchemist? Not yet. I Good. really want to. It holds up. Does it? It does. Awesome. I delayed watching that because I loved the Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I was sad when that ended. When oh. that when that anime came to an end, I was like, I want more. Right. And then you're depressed because you read that the chicks are the chick that did it moved on and doesn't plan on doing it anymore. That so. was tough. Um, did I, the I whole scene with the chimera? I didn't. I didn't get into the details, but it, oh, when it ended, I just I was sad. The the Chimera though, oh, come on. The Castlevania anime on Netflix is pretty good. By the another way. season coming out. Yep. Although I don't know if you can call four episodes a damn season, but yeah, that's kind of tough to swallow. But but that was maze balls. I will admit that I loved the storyline. I loved the way they portrayed Dracula, not as a 
mindless monster. You know, I like that whole way they went with it. So yeah, it's a, it's exciting stuff when we start talking about that, and then you know, I think Kurt might have an answer for us. Oh, do you, Kurt? Well, it says here on the Wikipedia, which is always right. <laughs> it is that uh, it's sometimes pretty reliable. Uh, September 2017, they announced that the director, and I'm going to butcher this name. He or Nakamura? No, it's Taka. What a what a titty! Oh boy, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That name is it's tough. Whitey or what a titty? Yeah, just, I know. Just move on. Okay. Yeah, he was in talks to direct, and then uh, he got pulled for he Thor got pulled Thor. for Thor: Love and Thunder. Yep, and they were supposed to schedule filming in California July 2019, but now it's on hold again. Yeah, as soon as they started, as soon as they started talking about putting all that together, then they decided to pull him for Thor four, and it was yeah. like. I want both of them, so if I have to wait for one, that's fine. Um, is Chris Hemworth, Hemsworth doing Thor again? Yep, or? yep. and you have What's-Her-Face doing Lady Thor. Um, Lady Thor? Yes, yes. What's her? <laughs> come on, help me out here. Um, uh, I love it. Lady Thor. I am terrible with names of actors and writers what else and is she producers. In? I can tell you. Thor 3, Thor 2. Thor one. Oh, you mean the Valkyrie? <laughs> no, uh, the uh, Thor, Thor's kind of Thor. girlfriend. Yeah, the Valkyrie. She no. was a Valkyrie. Yes. No. Who's the Who's the? Are you talking about the human, the doctor? Yes. He's talking yes. about Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. Oh, okay. She is coming Jesus, Lady in. Thor. As, she will be Lady. That's why I was confused. She, was she a will be Lady Thor. Scientist. Yep. She's going to be Lady Thor. At the. God, what was she's going to carry a half god baby? San Diego Comic Con. She was on the panel holding Thor's hammer on the stage, and that was their introduction for her becoming uh, Lady Thor. You talking about good people watching? Yeah, that's what it says right here. It says revealed. Yeah, good luck getting into getting tickets for San Diego Comic Con. I just like sit across the street with a pair of binoculars. Yeah, officer. So, hey, officer. I was just actually just checking out the cosplayers. It's for my podcast. For my podcast. podcast. Leave me alone. God. (laughs) We get a call. Hey guys, can you come bail me out 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 of the local jail in San Diego? Yeah. Speaking of cons, when are you going to Baltimore? I am going to Baltimore. Ooh, good segue. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Baltimore's coming up in less than two weeks. So it's the 18th, 19th, and 20th of October. October. Yeah. So you have uh, the peak season of Baltimore, cold, wet. They're actually, my understanding is they're calling for pretty decent weather. So you have some stuff to talk about when you get home. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I expect am, lots of pictures. I am chasing my holy grail of comic books um, Amazing Spider Man 129. Um, which Never, one's that? That's first appearance of Punisher. Ooh. Frank? Well, Castle, yeah. Ooh. So it's not a hard book to find. What I will say is it's a hard book to price and budget for because it was a cheap book for a long time. So you're saying Bubba might not have a college fund? Oh, he'll he'll still have a college fund. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not, not going to that. <laughs> Too bad I don't have a wood chair to fart on right now. Nope. Um, it's one of those books where you can find for a couple hundred dollars in really low grade easily. Right. But you're going for nine point eight. Can I borrow fifteen, sixteen thousand dollars? No, because I got si- two kids to pay for college. Seriously, <laughs> the last sale of a nine point eight white pages was um, almost fifteen thousand dollars. Oh no, kidding. Yep. So that book's finally starting to catch up with a lot of other books that are expensive. I should tell Stephen to look at that. I know he collected Spider Man back in the day. But what year would that have been? God, I don't know. Uh, 70, 70 something. No, um, no, Kurt. Kurt, type faster. Type I've got to type faster. faster. Type, 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 type. We can type. edit this to type make faster. it look like Kurt is faster. We can edit all we want, sure. But um, 
Which episode am I looking for? ASM one twenty nine. Amazing Spider-Man number 129. If you go to the Wiki... Uh, wiki, <laughs> wiki, 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 wiki. Wiki, wiki, go ahead. So that's my holy grail. Um, I'm going to shoot for that. I've been... Uh, the wife and I have been saving up for 10 months. She's been letting me take a little bit of extra money to save up for this. So I'm hoping to get a good medium grade white nice. page book, CGC graded. Nice. Well, according to the Wiki... Are you ready, Kurt? Because I'm going to pop another bottle. Pop that bottle. Absolutely. Uh, before you give us the answer, I'm you know, going to guess. Ain't afraid to cuss. I'm going to guess 19, 1971. I'm going to say 1976. And the answer is February 1974. Oh, right in the middle. <laughs> Fail. <laughs> Fail. Ah. Uh. I was hoping Kurt was going to go with his uh, I, my I was, favorite tagline of his that he'll save. Oh, that's when you're both yelling at each other. But you haven't yelled at each other yet, so I can't say it. <laughs> glass, Kurt. Absolutely. Yeah. I will give you the glass. Just for <clears throat> just for a goof, I'm looking on eBay right now. And here's uh, ASM 129, February 1974, with a grade of 6.5. Before you say the price, is it white pages, off color, white um, white to off or up? Yeah. Cream? What? Cream. <laughs> Get on that top. Seriously, cream. a page condition is creamy, baby. Rise to the top. Now you're going to make me look at the... Cream. Look at the... Uh, cream. Yeah. Cream. Oops, I spilled some beer. You'd have to come look at it. Well, it's, at least it's his floor, All not right. mine. I'll come look at it. Come look at it. Boom. Boom, boom, boom. Click on the picture. Yeah, but it doesn't really tell you anything. It, in the Ugh. in the very center. Oh, I'm a little more energy, guys. Low on energy. Yeah. Zoom in on the picture. I See, can't zoom in. It's, it's it's off. It's off white to white pages. It looks like. I can't zoom. So, a book with a page condition of off white to white, or off white, or creamed off white, or just off white pages is going to carry less of a premium than something with just white pages. So, what's the price on that? This says nine hundred or best offer. For 6.5? Yep. Yeah, that's way too expensive. There's somebody's reaching for the sky on that one. That book in 6.5 with off-white pages is probably more realistically like a $700, $750 book. We'll say here's a 9.4 grade. All right, 9.4, off-white. Let's, say, let's just imagine that it's got off-white pages because that age of that book usually has more off-white pages than not. 9.4, that's probably priced at 14.5, but realistically should be selling for like 12 <laughs> eBay price twenty eight hundred. Nine point what? Nine point four. What? Okay, my numbers are way off. I'm thinking. I'm get. Yeah, I my numbers are way off. That's my fault. Back pedal, back pedal, back pedal. Yeah, that's the sound of me backpedaling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, twenty fifteen porn here. Twenty eighteen. Fifteen. Oh, fifteen. Fifteen. Oh. Your mic's even picking up the porn. I mean, you'll I know, have right. That. Sounds good though. Okay, so right. I mean, uh, we're back after a short break. You want to do the intro again? All right, so we just opened up <laughs> a 2015 KBS coming in at what, 11.2%? Yep. First four are all 11.2. Yep. Interesting. That kind of right. makes me that kind of makes me feel like Why are we mentioning math though? We're drinking beer. 
Because 11.2 ABV is important. Because it is? Because it is. It's, it's going to change here. We've already discussed this. The next four coming up are all going to be different. Oh, don't spoil it. Well, they're all going to be different. I'm not going to tell you what they're... Spoiler, they're all going to be different, but I'm well, not going to tell you what they are. When you, <laughs> see it, when, you, when you see a beer that has the same ABV for four years, and then all of a sudden it's got a different ABV for the next four years, I feel like it's their process has changed. Yeah, I think that you just hit the nail on the head before we turn the mics back on. I think they're not leaving it in the barrel as long. I think you're exactly right on that. The osmotic pressure doesn't have time to equalize if you really want to get nerdy. So, yeah, if you really want to get Dork. nerdy with, with, with brewing um, and barrel aging, I don't know enough about it. And I will be the first to admit that I've never brewed a beer and I've never studied it and I don't know it. So Ooh, we have a vengeance. But when, oh, dear. When dear. you talk about barrel aging and letting something sit and soak, the fact that it has a higher, uh, almost a full point, or a point and a half higher yeah. than years past makes me feel like they're pulling it out of the barrel sooner than they would in the past. Right. Two things that could be happening. They're pulling it out sooner. I, and I think that's the <laughs> premature pull out. Pull, pull and pray. Pull, pulling out isn't always bad. Pull and pray. You know, we were taught that before we are confirmed in the Catholic church. But, <laughs> but uh, Is that a Catholic golf clap? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. Very polite. Very polite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can say I can say that because I'm Catholic. You are well, good. We're in good company then. So, um, well, we do have one heathen amongst us. I'm the heathen. <laughs> <laughs> to be to be fair. To, to be, be fair. fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. I haven't been to Catholic mass in like over a decade. I go to Episcopalian mass now, but so that's a whole other side. Back to the barrel. That's AD. like diet Catholic. So I mean, really, it's right. You know. Anyway, so um, to get back to the whole nerdy science of the beer and stuff. I think what you proposed is pretty close to the the truth. Where is the initial when you initially put a beer into a, a an old bourbon barrel, right? You've got the devil's cut, which is what the the wood absorbs from the bourbon. Am I is that the right term, Kurt? Yep. Um, and it doesn't leave the barrel, correct? No, no, it gets soaked into the wood. So right, yeah. and then, then the angel share is what is gets released up into right. the atmosphere, Ev- evaporates. Yep, it's called evaporation. The angel share. Yep. So what happens is, and this is. Science class, and I'm Mr. Wizard, not none of this Bill Nye bullshit. Science, yeah, Mr. Wizard. Oh, that guy's better, absolutely. <laughs> Osmotic <laughs> pressure, right? So the beer has less alcohol in it than the wood around it, right? So initially, the alcohol is going to want to reach equilibrium, so it means it's going to pull alcohol out of the wood, right? Yes, the universe yes. wants everything equal. equal. Yes, god damn, I'm with a couple of smart dudes. Well, that's what happens when you go to a small school. You learn things. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> Gross things. Okay, sometimes. universe, equal things. <laughs> equal things, right? So Staying on track. Keep me on track here. Squirrel. So what happens at first is you're pulling alcohol out of the wood, right? Yeah. You leave it in. Eventually, some of that beer and alcohol is going to get sucked back into the wood. Yeah. Because eventually the alcohol is going to rush into the liquid. And then eventually it's going to go, oh, wait, crap, we put too much in there. So then it's going to go back into the wood to try to equalize the pressure out, right? And that's why the longer you leave it in the barrel, the more mellow the flavor is, right? You're going to get the bourbon flavor without necessarily all the boozy flavor, right? Yep. And I think what's happening is they've shortened their barrel aging process. Um, The only other explanation I could think of is the quality of barrel has changed, okay? They might be using a cheaper barrel. With a cheaper whiskey in it. Well, I'm sure back when they started this barrel aging thing, barrels were abundant. 
Oh yeah, and now nobody... everybody's doing it. Oh god, yeah. Because so... when the producers got done with them, they're garbage. Yeah. You know, they're burning them literally. Now they're freaking like gold. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, look at uh, a lot of the places sell three or four time used bourbon barrels for eighty to a hundred bucks for an empty barrel. Yeah, yeah. Which is astonishingly high for a barrel that's been used three or four times. But from the brewery aspect, it's done. Yeah. But what happens is woodworkers and other craftsmen will really take that and make some amazing stuff with it. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful wood. I've seen oh, yeah. some beautiful artwork with yeah, it. Yeah, there's a reason why they choose the wood that they do. So I was like, did we even talk thoughts? about the 15? No. G- giggity. All right. All right, We're working on it. I'm, I'm underwhelmed completely. What do you think of the smell? Nah. No? No. I got like a pretty pretty strong barrel smell on my first whiff of it. Now yeah. it's kind of gone. Did you just say ball smell? <laughs> No, that's onions. Are you smelling balls? That's oniony smell. This is so, something totally uh, dude, different. If you're balls smelling like onions, you have problems. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I did, I did get a pretty heavy barrel odor up front. Um, not, not off-putting by any means. No, but it's, it's. But after the, the first pour, it's yeah. gone now. Yeah, yeah, it, it faded really fast. I almost get a little bit of a vanilla flavor, to be honest. Which um, isn't bad because that's no, kind of no. what you're looking for no, with these things. No, I love things. vanilla with the coffee flavor. I really do, but I. And it's it's vanilla, and I'm getting maybe some caramel, a little more caramel than the last one. This has better coffee flavor to yeah. it than the 14. Yeah, yeah this opinion. has got a lot of coffee in it. And you know what? Now that I think about that, when you and I went and got 2015 together, uh, that was a, both our first reaction. When Their first cuddle. Well, when it first came out, Bert, Kurt and I's uh, first um, reaction was this was better coffee than the 14. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I will definitely say this definitely has a better coffee flavor, but... I don't know. I keep going back to the twelve. So you know what? Let's let's talk 12. about why we're doing this. Um, I wanted to do this vertical because it's been sitting in my fridge for a long time, and I wanted to do this special occasion with you guys. Right. Um, more importantly, as this podcast kind of gives us a platform to share these beers with everybody else out there that's certain searching for founders beers and KBS beers out here, because KBS went nationwide what two years ago, Kurt? Three. Mm, three looks like ago? three when three. they switched to the barrel age series. Okay, so people are finding these out on the shelves, whether it's a 16, 17, well, not a 16, but a 18, 17, 18, or 19, they right. should be able to find them nationally. I would think. So if we can yeah. nut up and make it through the next nice. four, we can, we can share um, this experience with other people that are listening. Oh, and absolutely. This is what I really wanted to do this. And, and I would absolutely encourage, you, encourage people to um, Google or whatever your search engine of choice is. Look for... Um, your mom and pop liquor shops. Yeah, and if your mom and pop store doesn't have this on the shelf, that doesn't mean they can't get it. Right. Ask them. Ask the guy yep. behind the counter. Because I, my first experience with a mom and pop liquor shop was D is D Schuler's. They're on. Um, it's in Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids at Forty Fourth Street. Yep. It's in your old stomping grounds in yep. Wyoming. Yeah, yeah, it's right there on Forty um, Fourth. Those guys are just awesome. Oh yeah, I love talking to those guys. Yeah, and they'll they'll talk to you too. They'll oh, take yeah. the time to just. Talk about anything you want to talk about. And if you can't find anything out on the shelves, and the, they'll be like, well, what are you looking for? I'm like, yeah. well, you know, I kind of like this, and, well, I'm kind of bored with that. And I can't tell you how many times he's walked out from behind the counter and handed me a bottle and said, here, you'll like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's, he's been right. Yeah, it's one of those small shops. It's not a big corporation-owned one. This is why I like supporting local communities, local shops, right. because they know their shit. And, oh, yeah. And these guys, too, if you're a frequent enough customer, they'll hold stuff for you. Oh, yeah. If they oh, got absolutely. something special, they'll be, oh, next time they'll see you, they'll be, oh, hey, uh, they, they know who their regulars are. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, you um, like barrel-aged stouts? Guess what I got? Here, I got back this here for you. For you. Yep. That's like um, Tiffany's here in Kalamazoo on uh, 
West Main. That's West Main. Oh yeah. Um, yep. They are a small mom and pop shop like that. They are amazing with wines, um, artisan foods, um, high end whiskeys and alcohols. But they have scaled back their beer sales. But yeah, that's for, like way in the back now. Yeah, they've scaled it back by seventy five percent now. They're just not. That's not something they want to focus on anymore. And I'm a kind of sad, but. Either way, so the 15, I'm almost done. Um, kind yeah. of underwhelming. Definitely yeah. more coffee than the 14. It's better than the 14 overall, but... The barrel was a little bit better, too, but we'll see. Marginally better. It's not bad. No. It's like, you know, in D. Schuller's, like, I was kind of bored with beer for a while, so I'm like, well, I kind of, you know, would like to do oh. some whiskey. And he, well, what do you like? And I told him what I liked, and he hands me a bottle of Woodford Reserve Double Oaked. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> Yeah, I, me likey. All right, so the 2016 is coming in at 11.9%. So yep, this is where it changes. What did this we learn? Everything was 11.2 up until now, so yep. 11.9 kind of feels, like cha- yeah, like they changed their process and a little bit I'm somewhere. And as I'm looking across the table, up to this point, all of them have the black founder's lid on them. This is the last year of the black founder's lid, and then... After that, it goes to the new gold top with their barrel age series. Oh, this is unfortunate. The oh. inside of the cap says, brewed for us. Oh, well, oh. back in 16, it probably still was. Yeah. Yeah. All right, here we go. We're pouring. Like I said, just glancing across the table. Oh. Pinky's out. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, oh no. There's a no. real one. So, uh, yeah, we're not. Kurt, you shouldn't do we're that. Not, we're not total heathens here. We Just are crew. using appropriate glassware. Pinky's oh, out. Of course, pinkies, pinkies out. out. We're using We're KBS full, glassware. Full level pinkies out. Absolutely. With KBS tulips as Ken fans his fart over to Kurt. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure <laughs> glad that fa- I'm sure glad the fans not on. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, here you go. Pinkies oh. out. Oh. It's like the, uh, the the aliens from Toy Story. Ah uh, the claw. Parody. Parody. Uh, parody. Is that is that how you keep yourselves safe? Is it just say parody? Uh, sure. Um, ooh. Oh, he's pouring it. Oh, that looks so good. Carbonation's good. The, yeah. The yeah. bubbles are tight. Oh, the bubbles. The bubbles are tight. Bubbles, 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 bubbles. <laughs> These guys are obsessed with their balls. Wait, I said bubbles. Oh, you said balls. I like bubbles too. I Maybe you're the one with the ball it. fetish. <laughs> no. He said balls. Balls. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, don't spill it. Don't, don't spill it. Don't start that. Oh, God, don't spill it. All right. All right. All right. Now I'm starting to feel it. Now I'm starting this to wake is, up a little yeah. bit, guys. This is like pumped. trying to light the candles on a little kid's birthday cake as they're staring at me, just wishing they could dive in. Dada, hurry. Dada, Dada hurry. Dada, Dada, Dada. Oh, oh here Dada. it comes. Oh, it's coming in hot. All right. All right. Ooh. So. Here we I can, go. I can, okay. I can smell the barrel already. 2016. Let's sniff it. Okay. The aroma, I'm going to say right off the bat, is much better than the last one. Is that because your fart dissipated finally? <laughs> hey, no. I made that with love for you. Okay? There was nothing uh, but love in that brownie. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't smell as good I don't, as... I don't smell anything in mine. I do. I can almost smell the chocolate in it this time. Oh. Yeah, I smell a. It, it's kind of weird, like yeah, barrel and chocolate. Weird, like the last couple are like barrel, just barrel. That's when all you, you sniff smell, them. I'm now, getting, like, I'm, I'm not imagining it. Am I? I no, I smell chocolate too. No, there's something weird going on here. All right, 
16. Here we go. Ooh. Oh, my. That's kind of harsh. Yeah. There's a... Wow. Notice, notice how hard, how much harsher that is. Yeah, there's, oh. there's a weird. Oh, it's like a like a texture on my tongue from it. Oh. It's very dry. All of a sudden, my mouth is really dry after yeah. the first sip. It's like yeah. I ate a piece of wood or something. Yeah, that's a good description. <laughs> you go eat a piece of wood. Wow. I mean, I mean, this is not good. No, it's like those. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever had one of those Rogan oh. beers. No, the, the smoked, the smoked German oh, beers. The, oh, yeah, that yes. style. Oh, my. that style yes. where it's. Tastes like you drink a campfire. Oh, Ugh. like four smoked. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, Dark horse. <laughs> nah. There's some other ones. Yeah. You know, I'm not. I'm not digging CEO this. Stout's kind of rough that way too. And this was the 16. This was. That's a throwback to right yeah. brain. CEO Stout. CEO uh, Stout. Right. Oh, CEO Stout's good. Yeah, it's kind of rough though. Don't drink too much of it. Uh, how about that? I drank Mag- a whole growler of it, and that was a bad idea. How about that Magnolista pig porter from Right Brain? That, Amazing. Uh, where they actually put pig parts in it to age it? When's the last time not, you saw that, though? Not pig parts. A smoked pig's head. Oh, so okay, yeah. Magnolista pig, which is a hairy breed of pig because it survives the winter better out in the fields, mind you. You're a hairy breed of pig. I am, dude. I am so full of knowledge. I just doesn't even... I'm going to start drooling as I look at him. Oh, Let's right? smoke him. Thinking of bacon. <laughs> Let's smoke him. Hey, why don't you go upstairs and make bacon? I can. Your wife left too early. It'll be okay. We should have sent, we should, you should text her and tell her to bring home bacon. He has Actually, bacon. Actually, she's not coming home until we're done recording. He so. has a oh, ton of bacon. Thanks. Well, they, the local store, the local store bought a buy two get three free, so we bought like twenty pounds of bacon. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, nice. I was looking through the ad. Sponsored one day. by Crestor. Mm. Mm. <laughs> okay, so we're not digging this, and I'm we're kind of we're kind of going off all. the rails. No, I'm not. Um, Jesus Christ, make more noise. If you could, I will. Okay, and I can. Thank you. I will say this. Say it when it um, when it, you brother. when you go to drink it. Yeah. It's smooth to pull out of the glass, and it and it swallows smoothly. But that aftertaste is harsh. Yeah, it, it it's the oh. aftertaste. It's definitely yeah. Like when you drink it, you're like, oh, this is kind of good. And then when all of a sudden your palate starts drying out, you're like, oh god, wow. Yeah, it just like sits on your tongue, like it just drops and goes. God, yeah. we gotta find more 2012. That 2012 was fucking magical. So if anybody listening would like to send us a few bottles of 2012, we'd be happy to rent Kurt Founders, out for an evening or two. 2012 KBS. We got plenty of things to share. I'm honestly gonna be say, seriously. I would definitely. Sh- I I would pull the two. I would share my 2014 backwoods for another bottle. Well, you know, that's only one beer. And there is a whole wine refrigerator at 45 degrees up in the kitchen with about six different verticals. <clears throat> Barrel age 10 I've always considered myself a beer dick, but I'm going to say you're pretty much a beer, like, asshole. I turned him into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Sarah, you created Sarah, a fucking I've monster. I've created a monster. Sarah and you Kurt created, created a, monster, a monster, dude. There's a uh, four-year Barrel Age 1050 stovepipe can vertical that we're going to do at some point, too. Oh. I'm not opening these with just myself. You guys no. got it. You guys got it. No, gotta. those are danger out beers. Those are danger, yeah. <laughs> the see, four, 14 okay, and a half So you percent. just brought up a great point, right? Yeah. The stuff that, the other thing that I love about this kind of beer is you just said it right there. You don't want to drink it by yourself. No. Yeah, exactly. You want another buddy or a group of buddies to drink this with. It's. I mean, I'm having a great time. This is the best time I've had in a long time. Just sitting here, we're bullshitting. You know, even when the mics are off, guys. we're both shitting, huh? Yeah, 
<laughs> well, <laughs> it, it, it's your carpet, so Aww. it's already Aww. brown, anyways. Uh, well, well, well. <laughs> that's because you're drinking that brown note that's beer right. from last time. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Talk about a great label, though. <laughs> yeah, Fuck dude yeah. in his tidy whitey is just shitting himself, <laughs> Walter White. <laughs> so yeah, um, community, community, friends, oh, this family. Is, this is great. I just. When you talked, when you guys came up with this idea, like, well, why don't we get together and do a podcast about beers with each other? And I'm like, oh my god, that sounds amazing. Yeah, you see that's what why I said. Let's just do it. Stop talking about it. Let's just. Do yeah, it. No, I mean, like, we kind of want to sort of script in some news and some other talking points for people, for the you know the people listening. But for the most part, let's just be organic and drink some beer. Absolutely, absolutely. And pretty soon, Kurt will take his shirt off and dance on the table. There's nothing more organic than me. But. I'm 80% water. All right. That's organic. Speaking like you of might be a little dehydrated if you're only 80% water. 90%? Speaking of organic. Nectar of the gods. We got to throw some shout outs to people that. Uh, oh, we yes. do. Totally, we do. This uh, is Shout out segment. There we you have go. To, shout outs. We have to say them first. You know who we, we know who we have to say first. Yes, go ahead. Downright Nerdy Podcast. Oh, Michael and Riley. Oh, yes. yeah. You guys have no idea how excited Riley is for the second episode with some Michigan news. Oh, yeah. my God. And you don't know how excited I was to get a new podcast that I like to listen to. Right? So Downright Nerdy Podcast, in my opinion, is one of the top five oh, they're podcasts. Great. They're great. With just nerd culture in mind. Yep. With movies, comic books, other podcasts in mind. Mike and Riley work their asses off constantly to oh, not only have. take care of themselves, but to help take care of the community and shout people out and do all that other great stuff. Just a little podcast, Mark and Marco and Cookie. Yep. Um, well, do you want to? Do you have more? You guys have more to say about downright nerdy? There's tons. I could talk about downright nerdy podcasts. You for could a talk about hour. them for days. Well, I, yes. yeah, I've been listening to Mike and Riley. I, I've been going back through their old stuff because I just discovered them because I'm kind of new to the whole podcasting and. So most of my podcasts have been like murder mysteries and serial killer crap. So Andy's kind of getting me back into comic books, and so I'm listening to those guys. And I just love they're just so easy to listen to, and it's they great have a information, great, great chemistry. Oh, great chemistry! Yeah. I'm gonna go work out with Mike. That dude's freaking ripped, man. That guy, um, when Mike and Riley started doing their podcast, but adding the cameras so that they could do part of the YouTube channel as well as they were doing the podcast, I right. took one look at him. I was like, I gotta start working out. Again. Yeah, no kidding, dude. He kind of like makes me feel bad about my body. Riley, I'm coming for Mike, man. He's cute. Yeah. Wow. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's you. There's so many great things to say about the Downright Nerdy Podcast. They yeah. have great chemistry. They have great news and good information. I mean, great just information. Good, yeah. I love the movie segments or the um. They do the small clips of the trailers. Now they can't show the whole tra- whole trailer based on copyright issues, right? Yeah, but they show enough to wet the palate and then say, "Hey, Although, go check this out." I was disappointed in his review on the Rambo movie because I was looking forward to seeing that. But oh, I, I, we all knew that was going to be trash. I had high hopes, though. The trailers made it look mm-hmm. like maybe they, maybe they took it away that's from the, Stallone. That's the job of the trailer. I know, but yeah, it's a trap. I know, but I was hoping that they. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. Bailey's really a guy. Um, <laughs> My favorite part is that the knife keeps getting bigger and bigger. I know, right? Oh, yeah. When, uh, <laughs> oh shit! Uh, I was Schwarzenegger hoping. trolls him on Instagram. Oh my god! He's like, that's not a knife. This, this is a knife. knife. This is the one we use in Predator. It's much bigger than yours. <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't remade that movie yet. So I am just, yeah, that's a whole nother tangent. So staying right. on topic, right. Yeah. Yeah. downright nerdy podcast. Downright nerdy podcast. Sorry, guys. Um, 
Cheers to you guys. Cheers, Cheers. to Downright Dirty Podcast. Pinky's oh, out. Pinky's, Pinky's out, out for absolutely. And yes, I do have Here, a bit of we news. Gotta oh, we got to do uh, the uh, thing. Uh, Pinky's out. There we go. There it is. I do have a Pinky's out for Riley. With all this talking of homebrew, I had a epiphany in the last week or so. Oh God, yes, please share. Please share. Do you have as hey, I, t- I, guy? I took my daughters out for their birthday dinner to uh, a local sushi restaurant. Uh, right next door to them is Brewery Vivant, which at some point we will be doing. Uh, you know, I think they would. We could probably do a remote there. We we're we're, we're talking. Where are you going to park? Do, not. Who cares about parking? We can figure that out. This stuff is mobile enough that the, yeah. th- the three of us could carry what I, we need to, and all we have to do is get one plug. I bet you we could. I bet you we could let it, talk to them, and they'd let us do a, a remote. There, I I'll guarantee bet. you. Oh, they we, do have that little side room that you can yeah, rent out. Yeah, I bet you they would. But anyways, so so Vivant's another brewery in Grand Rapids, which is it's a it's a Belgian Belgian style beer. Which I'm Belgian, so I, I love Belgian beer. Anyway. So we're at the sushi place. We're heading back to the car. I'm like, hey, I'm going to see what they have for sale inside, right? Wizard Barrel Ground. No, not till nope. next month, end of the month, probably. It's uh, November. Yeah. So I asked because that was my first question. Like, you guys have any wizard? <laughs> anyway. That's a barrel aged quad. Oh, so fucking amazing. Oh, that's so a good, good one. Oh that's a good we, one. Okay, we got a sense. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I run in there and I get. You know, their usual stuff they have there. But they yeah. have, what do they have, Kurt? What do they have? Oh, the Cherry Saison. Cherry Saison. Okay. Oh, yeah. Where so, would somebody get a crazy idea like that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so somebody goes, um, hold on. Hey, now, you guys said you wanted to move faster on the beer. I yeah, know, we're doing I know, it. I know, but I'm doing the talking. Yeah. So, um, so all the talking pink lady had me thinking cherry beers. So yep. I bought the Saison. Threw it in the fridge when I got home. A couple nights later, we're making dinner, and I said, I turned to my wife. I'm like, hey, you want to split a Saison with me? Sure, why not? Sitting there on the couch watching me a little bit of NCIS, season three. Take a sip of Cherry Saison. Tastes familiar? I'm like, this tastes a little familiar, guys. Hmm. Wait a minute. It's fishy. There's something. There's something. my, 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 My neurons are firing. I hope it didn't taste fishy. No, no, no. no. <laughs> he he doesn't know what that tastes like. Wow. Um, so I'm Are you like, gonna oh. take that? <laughs> He'll take it if I give it. But anyway. <laughs> I remembered where I got the inspiration for Pink Lady. Stop laughing, Kurt. I know. Take your hands out of your pants. I turned around for God's sake. Leave me alone. Will you give me one of those diapers? If you don't, if you don't quit it, the shame wizard is going to show up. Okay, I'm just saying that. Oh, we got to talk about that too. So, Riley, I think I have found my original recipe for Pink Lady, which includes the ratio of what cherries to put into the Pink Lady, which is what has been the golden goose that we have not been able to remember for how many years now. Ten. Three cherries. Uh, uh, uh. uh. <laughs> Perhaps more than that. <laughs> Maybe. I, I, I don't know. It just sounded funny. So anyways, Riley, we will soon be, as soon as I get a chance to get to a homebrew store and get ingredients, we will be testing my theory out that I have found the correct recipe, and we will be sending you some Pink Lady if it turns out. So that makes me realize that we should probably in the future do an episode that, while we're brewing. Yeah. Perfect. 
Like I know the brewing process is a, is quite a long process, but maybe we can figure out a, like a do one like or two clean, hour. Well, you like cleaning, so we'll do like a one or two hour chunk. No, no, fuck the cleaning. Fuck that. <laughs> uh, that's that's ninety percent of what brewing. brewing is. After, after the cleaning is done, when we're boiling or you're mashing in or doing something right. like that, we'll we'll figure out like an hour or two hour <laughs> chunk where we can sit down and do a podcast. Remember like, where I told oh you the other day? Yeah. All right, brewing is step one: clean. clean. Step two: clean. wait. <laughs> wait. Step three, transfer some stuff. And step four, wait. And step five, clean. And then clean when you're all done. Step six, maybe drink. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe so drink. That is that cleaning process is why all the brewing stuff that, that I bought from you is still sitting in storage. Yeah, <laughs> that, is, that is a very important part of brewing. Speaking it of that, I want to borrow to be the clean. brew pot. Brew yeah. yeah. You, want, I, you want to borrow that brew pot? Yeah, because I bought a distill. <laughs> I bought a. Uh, I bought a still, <laughs> and I would like to try my hand at whiskey. Oh, oh my! my. All, right. All right, here we go. Twenty seventeen. This is seventeen. So, it's yeah, a good year. We got the twenty seventeen and the twenty seventeen. God, they did a horrible fucking job with the print on. This. Yeah, they okay changed so, where they put the ABV to the back with a like a little laser printer thing. So yeah, it's a laser printing with white on yellow and faded it. it well, it's eleven point eleven point eight percent ABV, so it's still dialed up a little bit. Yep. And this is the first year of what they called their barrel age series. Bottled on 221-2017. So they were pretty it, proud of when they bottled it, and they went to the gold caps. Now, it yep. does not have the aroma that the 2016 had. You got the gold caps. You got the new label, and I really like the new label, except for this silly Barrel Age oh, Series barrel sticker. Oh, Barrel Age Series thing, yeah. That was dumb. Yeah. yeah that's, but see, that's when the San Miguel started taking over, too, though. Was it 17 that they had? Yeah, century? I think so. so. I, don't, I don't think this is driven by San Miguel, um, but I think it's part of their larger picture with distribution. Right. Yeah. yeah. No. Because at this point, they were di- they're distributing this overseas now. Right. That's what I'm saying. I think San Miguel had more yeah, input and the, into the, the, the market. The, over, the overseas market doesn't know what a barrel-aged beer is or didn't at the time really know what a barrel-aged beer was. Fair enough. The American barrel-aged beer, I'll say, to yeah. be a little more specific. American, yeah, because Irish was big on barrel-aged. So that's what they were. They were using that barrel-aged series sticker or, or mark on that label as some a distinction in the European market right. where this is a barrel-aged beer, where we knew it, but they didn't. other markets didn't. Right. Yeah, yeah you no, can I'll see say, on the label, it's all shiny. I'll say right to the beginning, the, the barrel is more on the back end of the, of the drink. Yeah, you don't smell it up front at all. No, I okay. just, I just, I think it's more on your back end of your tongue. I would agree with that. Yeah, that's definitely it's smoother on the front, and it's a little, little bit of a bite on the back. Yeah, it yeah. gets the barrel at the end. Oh, I get more chocolate and coffee balance. Yeah, it, it aroma wise, it's not as good as the sixteen, but flavor wise, I want to say it's a little better than the sixteen. I, I feel like this is a less refined version of the the twelve. I could see that where it's it's harsher. It's and not the flavors have the creaminess of the yeah 12. yeah, and the flavors aren't as balanced, and the the mouth feel or the palate feel isn't as refined. And that could be a reflection of the higher ABV too. That or their process, like it's not a macro, it's not a micro brew anymore. It's it's no, a macro, it's macro now. Yeah. yeah. So there's that. Um, but if you look, look at the mm-hmm. layer of tiny tiny bubbles that coat the glass. Yeah. I think they did a better job carbonating this year. Tiny bubble. 
Um, like, you know, nitro, nitro are the super tiny bubbles. Oh, now, when you pour a non-nitro beer and you get bubbles this tiny, it makes me feel like they're much paying much more closer attention to how they're carbonating this beer. Fair enough. It's a slower carbonation process. It's not forced. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like not like we tried, and then you have like five inches of foam on your every pour from bottle your bottom where you got to put it in the sink for five minutes to let it <laughs> calm down. I'm totally imagining somebody. Some brewer or owner of founders listening to this and just laughing that we're totally wrong with the process. I know, right? But that's fine. That's this podcast. They is, don't just, care. They don't care. And this podcast is about this about is about us. sharing our thoughts and our right. feelings and our tastings and whatnot. And it's and like if, we kind of said at the beginning. It's like you know we said a big f you to founders the last episode, but it's because we're a little hurt. You know? I, it's, I, it's our feelings are a little hurt because we've loved this brewery for how long? A long, a long, long, long time. time. I've got, I've got amazing, great friends from my childhood that started working at founders and worked with her for them a long time. And the only reason why they don't work there anymore is because the corporate environment pushed them out. It's yeah. just, it's so safety first. And so it's run like a European business now where you've got safety vests on for everything and you've got PPP, PPE for everything and oh safety first. Nobody wants to die. Nobody wants to have an accident. Yeah, right. But dude. what you need to do is hire companies work to hire professionals that know what they're doing and have common sense. Right. But There's common, realistic. common sense is not a realistic aspect no. in our environment and our society anymore. Not anymore. So no. when you go to hire people... You've got to wade through 20 people before you find somebody decent. So this is a whole other argument for a different podcast. Right. We'll save that for another time. But, yeah, I completely agree because in my business, I've seen a huge change in that same yep. vein. It just makes me roll my freaking eyes. Yep. Oh I can't God. tell you how many interviews Kurt's been doing where he comes out, looks at me, and rolls his eyes. And I'm like, hey, buddy, just give me a heads up of what you're sending my way for training because. Absolute zero. I got yeah. to tra- train these people, and I got to take care of them. And, you know. If it's not going to work out, we got to take care of it right up front. Dude, in my business, I look at what's coming down the pike, the people that are graduating and being licensed, and I just shake my head. I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I can make it that long. You know, so that's, you know, looking at the bubbles in this, it tells me that it's a little bit more refined. It's not, it does not have the harsh dryness that the last year had. See, okay, yep, that's a good, um, that's a good um, point to make. It's a lot smoother now. It, it's it's not as dry on the palate. No, it it's it's so close to twelve. It is so close. If it had that creaminess to it, I think that would bring out the the chocolate like the twelve had. Um, yeah, I don't get the chocolate on this one. No, I, I no, really not don't. as well as you want. Like I smell a little bit of it, but I don't taste. I it. get the chocolate on the back end after my palate's finished. Like on a re- on like recovery a little bit. Yeah, I don't. I'm not getting it on this one. It's close though. I'm gonna say it's not. It's not nearly as good as twelve, but it, it's better than the last two that we've tried. Oh God, yeah, absolutely. Twelve, definitely better than fifteen and sixteen. Twelve is definitely the the number one spot right now. Thirteen, yeah. fourteen, fifteen are just subpar. And yeah, it's just wait. No, we've got the seventeen. No, we got the sixteen in our glass right now. This is the last black cap, right? Mm, this is seventeen. No, this 17. is seventeen. The first gold cap. Yep. So, um, yeah, this is this is better than fifteen and sixteen. So yeah, we got definitely. five years of beers: thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Four years of beers four. that were subpar. Yeah. When they, it was probably the best selling avenue of KBS in yep. those four years Absolutely. after the twenty twelve. Yeah, because twelve exploded and. 
they people were lining up and they changed their sales process to a ticket ordeal and then you get a paper ticket where you didn't have to wait in line to pick up as right. long as you had a ticket you know you could skip the line drive, drive around for a while wait for the line to die down and then go and get it so that was nice it was right. convenient yeah. But that also coincides with when they made the major, major upgrades and started brewing on a much more massive level. See, and that's another thing, too, is I'm afraid. Well, I'm not afraid. I just, I don't know. I feel like they sold off part of the business to pay for all these upgrades instead of building the money and just paying cash for it. I will, uh, Five I, hours ago, I would have disagreed with you, but after reading the last couple of articles, I totally yeah, agree with you now. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, so you're seeing what I saw when I was researching it. Well, yeah, when you were yeah. Re- yeah. A lot of the major upgrades, they didn't borrow money. They didn't use their own money. They sold portions of the company to pay for those, which... Which is a terrible business model. Terrible. Um, I would disagree with that because look, no. at, where, look at where they're at now. They don't have to worry about money forever. If you, that's you know, true. Like I, I guess the, that's true. But it, it just depends on what you're going for. You know, yep. they if they had not added on the last two expansions, right? Yeah. I don't scalability wise. Yes, it would have affected their profit level. Okay, <coughs> but would it really have affected their overall business? They still would have made maximum profit on what they were able to produce. Yeah. So, to me, if they'd been more patient, they would have made. A butt ton more money. Look at um, New Holland. Yeah, look at them. New Holland didn't sell any of their business. No, nope. bar- borrowed from a local bank. Yep, for their expansion. Absolutely. Um, but staying on with founders, one of the things that I was going to say earlier when we talked about them selling off shares or portions or whatnot, or I, if I were to share my feelings, if I was in the same position as an owner, I would probably do something similar. Founders is on a high note right now. That across the globe with a lot of the stuff they're doing. So when you sell, so is it a point of pride that you're doing this? Or no, is it it's a point of money, profit, total money. See, and I disagree with you there. I I think you're biting off your nose to spite your face. Yeah, I've, I've been through these kind of sales personally on a personal level. Uh huh. And I feel it's short sighted. I feel it's very short sighted on a money aspect. On a money aspect, I really do. Because Founders is one of those names that could have weathered the storm of mediocrity that Michigan Beer is going through right now. Because let's all agree, Michigan Beer right now has peaked. Yep. It peaked probably about two years ago. Oh, yeah, I'd I'd agree with that. Kurt, you would agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. So you've got to write out probably the next five years before the next big thing happens in beer, at least. Right? I have a big butt when you're ready. (laughs) Well, you got a big butt, period. But anyways. Um I don't know. I see, but from I, the, I, I grew up in a family business. Okay, I have a hard time with how much is an, uh, is enough. But right? from from where they sat with how much of the company they owned, the only sell sales um, or positions that got sold to San Miguel were twenty four other shareholders. So right. from their standpoint, right. where where they were sitting, it their, doesn't affect them. That's that's tr- that's absolutely true. That's, so, that's absolutely true. So I, they. I probably would have tried to buy them out myself and take a bigger control of the business, but that's just me. Cause and I'm I bet you all those share, all those shareholders in there couldn't have done it. I bet uh, you all those shareholders were in and um, they probably didn't have the capital to buy in more. That's probably true because of the Avery acquisition, I'll bet. Yeah. The Avery acquisition. Yeah. Um, and there was something else in there. They acquired something else. Just, the funny thing about the Avery acquisition, right? 
they're doing most of the eight, um, all day brewing now. If I'm yeah, right. like like eighty yep. percent, I think. Yeah, 80%. Right, percent. Well, before this, Avery was known for like almost their lowest ABV beer. ABV beer was like eleven percent. Oh my god, they got an eighteen percent coffee beer, don't they, Kurt? Yeah, yeah. Tweak, 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 yeah. and that's a twenty dollar twelve ounce bottle. Right, I know. See, that's what the irony about this. is. I know. I. I I'm in tweak, p- tweak, people seek out in West Michigan because it doesn't, it didn't have a large distribution until recently. And I haven't found it yet. I've read about it. I'd like to have some, but it's worth trying. I'll say that. And it is, a, it is a good beer. I would probably get it a four out of five stars. I don't buy it and collect it and age it because of its price point. Right. Yeah. Well, there's certain beers I'm willing to pay the price point just to try it. And Prairie Bomb, I know you don't like them, but to me, that's one of the beers I enjoy. So the once a year that I have a Prairie Bomb is worth the $15, $20 price tag to me. Yeah, it's a, and it's a special occasion thing. Right. But you're not buying up half no. a case and aging it. No, because, well, ask Kurt. You know, on Christmas, when you come over on Christmas, yeah. I, have, I have about three or four beers that are usually between $10 and $20 a bottle. And yeah. it's, it's usually Kurt and Steven and my wife, right? Yeah. And that's the only time of year I buy those beers. Not Although, to get off of the founder subject, right. but remember, remember when remember? back in uh, December 2017? I remember 2017. Remember? I That's remember. when they opened the 1,400,000 000 square foot brewery, restaurant, and tap room in Detroit. Remember? Remember? Oh, yeah. Remember yeah. when they have the tap room I in do. Detroit now yep. for yeah. founders? Yeah. 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 Yep. And uh, that got a lot of great um, reception over there. <laughs> yeah. Because they were able to get the barrel aged stuff yeah. that they what, couldn't get. They what I don't understand is, state. what I don't understand though is everybody's obsession with Hopcat. Mm. I um, have a I have a, a, a great deal of um, thoughts to share about that. Uh, you know that was a great idea up front, but we've never had a good experience anytime we went. No, no. Well, we had a good experience, but we were shit faced the last time we were there. Well, that was back. We did I a pub know. crawl. Four or five years ago, probably. No, that was longer ago than that, dude. So I'd like. But I was to, still living in cold water. <laughs> I'd like to interrupt this thought yes. with: uh, We have just opened the 2018 KBS, coming in at 12.3 percent. Damn, son. Yep. Damn, boy, you thick. That's a thick boy. Sorry, I'm watching too much TikTok. <laughs> we we actually we actually talk a lot more than I thought we would. Yeah. And hopefully that doesn't kill people's appetite for the, our discussion, as I feel like there's a lot of room for more soundboard. Oh. Oh, God, yeah. That's because Kurt's too into the conversation. We need a new fart button. That one just sounds way too, yeah, yeah, it's too very, wet. It's very end. wet. I need a nice, clean, crisp. <laughs> I mean. Well, I did one. You should just cut that. Yeah, just, record Ken's fart. There's there. a thing I got to do I'm later. I'm good at that. All right. Right I've, down. I've got a mug that says greatest farter. I mean, father. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, all right. Initial reactions to the 2018 gentleman. Aroma. Pinky's out. Not, not impressed with the aroma. The aroma is kind of weird. It's, it is. All right, here we go. Almost fruity. Kurt, you better not drink it. That's a whole nother podcast. Kurt doesn't eat fruit. But. Oh, I kind of smell like a fart in this. Wait, did you just. You drank a fart. You drank a fart. Sorry. I could have. Sorry, dude. <laughs> All right, 2018. Here we go. I I I'm, I don't know. It's we, smoother. But boozy. Go, go Very back. Boozy. Go back to the ABV on 2018. I'm pretty 12. sure. Twelve point three percent. Yeah, that's where they changed. They went way up. They went way up. So, you can tell that it. it well, it, not it way overrides up. Overrides the flavor. They, yeah. 
It's it's they're all eleven point twos, and then all of a sudden a whole percentage higher almost. It's yeah. smoother than the last two bottles on my palate, but it's definitely boozier. And you know, I can yeah. I can feel it in my stomach. My stomach is warmer, a lot hotter by the as it yeah, goes down into my stomach. Yeah. yeah, my face is always flushed. Though. Oh yeah, that so. is a lot hotter on the. Well, booze. we do have to go up downstairs. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't want to talk about me going up and downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're oh, welcome. Shit. Give me the game winner just for getting up the stairs. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Dude, so his, so his like wife feeds in my lowering trays of McDonald's down. Oh god, no. So like most other middle aged uh, people in this world, my knees have started to make noises now, and uh, oh, you'll have that. I'm not sure if it's I fun. should. I'm not sure if I should laugh or cry because <laughs> the noises that come out of my knees now are terrible. Well, I'll tell you what. In your 30s, you cry about it a little bit. But when you hit 43, you don't care anymore. You're just glad you can move. I just hope that... You just uh, feel like a big old cow. Right. I just hope my... You just li- got to ride that pig, boy. I just, just hope ride my, that pig. I just hope my liver can carry me through my 40s, and then in my 50s when I retire, I don't care what hey, happens. The way I look at it, dude, every day you live is a day closer to the singularity. Which singularity is that? Oh, my God. You guys are so ignorant. Yes. Don't you know the merging of man and machine, the singularity that they've been preaching about since the sixties? Oh, that's a whole another thing. I am with, I am with science. He's talking Skynet. I am with no. 30. Oh no. 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 <laughs> Skynet is. Oh my They're anyway, coming out with another Terminator, by the way. I am a. I am a. I am a OG <laughs> sci-fi guy. All right, let's talk it. I am Frank Herbert. Ooh. He is the beginning of science fiction and the end of science fiction for me. Ooh. And guess what's happening next November? What's that? An actual remake of Dune. I feel like they're going to make Dune. Wait, of what? Dune? Of Dune. Dune. But oh, not Dune. D-U-N-E. 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 Dune. Ooh. Okay. Um, Villanova is the director and the writer. Really? Oh, dude. Get online, look on YouTube, look it up. They just wrapped up shooting this summer of, of the movie, so it's supposed to be out next November. Okay, Frank Herbert, to me, number one, you can if you read the original five books that Frank Herbert wrote starting back in the 60s, okay, he stopped, he really stopped writing around, I want to say 82 or 83, right when his wife died, because his wife was the person that would take, he, he was one of those guys that would find inspiration out of nowhere and write things on like cocktail napkins, right? Okay, yeah. So his wife would gather all these scraps of paper. He'd leave all over the place and say, sit him down and say, I think you got something here. And so then he'd run with it, okay? So he felt he couldn't finish the Dune series because she was gone, right? Ooh, okay. Yeah. His insights to the social political and biological evolution of mankind astound me. Now I wrote, I read these books as a child. Okay. I read these books. I want to say in fifth grade, great science fiction story. It's like a space opera. Really? Yeah. It's like star Wars, but with a real plot. Yeah. Okay? You got, you got me hanging all over my mic here. Listening. Oh my God, dude, you have to read the original books. You have to read the original books. Oh. Um, I don't know what to focus on. There's so much of it. He explains the human condition 
so well and it explains religion and how a religion evolved to help the species survive. It, it just blows your mind. I, I can't I can't do it justice. All I can say is that Frank Herbert, it was just a genius. And I it's the only book series I've read more than once. I've read the, the original Dune series four times. Nice. Love them. Every time I read them, it's usually probably 10 years or so in between reads. But as you age and you get more mature and you learn things, the books mean different things. And oh, God, yeah. I'm picking up on that now. Oh, my God. It's so amazing. Like, the second time I reread them... I want to say I was in my 20s, and it mean, meant something completely different. And then I was in my 30s, and I'm getting ready to reread them again for the release of the movie next year. And I, I'm interested to see how my how my thoughts have changed in my 40s because I've I've gone back to church. I've you know come, I've brought back the spiritual aspect of my life. So I'm, I'm wondering how mentally I'm going to react to what he has to say about the church, right? You know. Now, his son wrote some books, too. Brian Herbert with uh, Kevin J. Anderson wrote some books. I think it was Kevin J. Anderson. Um, and they wrote some prequels to the Doom books. They're entertaining. They're not very deep. But anyway, so that's my nerd out for the for the moment. You have to ask me a specific question for me to narrow in on something. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, I'm just so, like, like, I just want to go, ah! I love this movie. Dune is an amazing story that definitely needs more light. Now, have you seen the Kubrick version then? Yes. Have you seen the Sci-Fi Channel version? No. Okay. So Kubrick, (laughs) other than having Sir James Patrick in it uh, and Sting, um, is so not even close to the original work. The Sci-Fi Channel miniseries that they did of both... Dune and then Dune Messiah or no, they did Messiah of Dune and they did Children of Children Dune. Children of Dune. Yeah. Um good. Very good. Very good interpretations of the book. Right. And I, and I wanna stay uh um what's her name? Tyler Perry's uh the Aerosmith, her his daughter, what's his what's oh, her name? Liv Tyler. Uh, Liv, Liv Tyler. Tyler. Thank you. Is um not Lady Jessica, but she is Paul's sister. Oh, God. Um, Liv Tyler was everybody's oh, crush in 98, 1998, dude, 1996. Her and, um, oh. oh, what's the weird chick, the blonde chick in that video from Oh, Lisa Crane. Silverstone. Oh, oh yeah. my God. That video, that virtual reality video. Aerosmith, oh, thank you for that yes. video. Yes. Yeah. That crazy. Every, oh, God. Crazy. Yeah. Thank you, Aerosmith. Before the internets of things and before teenage boys had easy access to things. That's a whole other episode talking about a, MTV. Oh, <laughs> oh my Where God, yeah. they gone? Oh, oh my yeah. God. music, dude! Yeah. You know the video that would make you uncomfortable to watch it in front of your friends. Because <laughs> you're like, mm. uh, yeah, um, yeah. Dune's Dune's an amazing story. I, I um, do do yourself a favor if you have not read the original Frank Herbert Dune, you need to go out immediately and read that book. I will tell you right now though that God Emperor of Dune, which I want to say is the third or fourth book of the series is very hard to get through because the entire thing, almost the entire book is a soliloquy meaning oh, that yeah. the entire book is told is, is a verbal telling of the story from Leto the second. Okay. Which would be Paul Atreides son. That's like J.R.R. Tolkien's Chamarillion, right? Something like that. Something like that. It's, it, 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 it's integral to the story. Yeah. But 
In fact, it, it's integral to the point because it sets up the golden path, okay? He describes what the golden path is, okay? The golden path of humanity is... <laughs> that, that <laughs> the Dick, hounds of death have released. That Dick could have just hit pause so we could all go pee instead of fucking... I know, right? He just runs upstairs. He just runs up to pee himself. and sets off the three fucking dachshunds that go... The, well, two of them at least. The old one sitting there in the blanket, just staring disdainfully at everybody. She'll go run. She'll go run at him. Look at lick his foot and take a shit right in front of him. <laughs> my dog. My dogs are lovable, but they're assholes. Well, you haven't met my dogs yet. So, so I feel. I feel like Kurt can definitely edit out a chunk of dead space here. Um, I don't think this is going to be dead space because we can talk about Kurt now that he's not here. <laughs> like. Like I, I well, so like I, that shirt, okay. Let's just say right now, motherfucker. That's an old shirt. That yeah. is that that is some pit stain right there. When you can pit stain through a solid color, it's time to throw away the shirt. He he opened the slider, so that means he's going outside in the trees. He's peeing outside. <laughs> what a goofball! Well, he um, him's a country boy. He's not comfortable with this indoor plumbing. I'm a country boy too. I'm just stuck in. City. You're not a country boy. You grew up in Wyoming, you dick. Yeah, but I yearn for the country, yo. Yo, um, your country is watching on Tusa Hazard on TV. <laughs> oh God, I'm tired. Yeah, I'm done watching TV anymore. Uh, this is this is shit. Like this is what I want to do. I don't uh, want to watch TV. I want to hang out with friends. This is what I want to do. I'm I'm already thinking of other podcasts we could possibly do. We're gonna go ahead and call that pee break the lightning round for Kurt because right. that was a total of 45 fucking seconds. Jesus, Kurt, did you pee in the sink or did you go outside? I went upstairs to the bathroom. I learned how to go to the bathroom from you. You didn't go upstairs. I sure did. You're not out of breath enough to go up two flights of stairs. <laughs> easy. <laughs> easy. Although easy. The pit, although the pit stains say you might have. Girls, girls. Girls, <laughs> girls, girls. You're all pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now oh, you. Oh, the more beers we have, the better this gets. Now you can't edit that out, and I will say you can go yeah. ahead and hit pause here in a minute because him oh, and I both. Yeah, have now that I just want to yeah. pee. Well, that's that's what fault. I was saying. You ran away, and I look at Ken. I'm like, Jesus Christ, he didn't ask trying, us. I was trying to warn you. <laughs> you warned like, us. I, I, running out of I gotta the fucking go, room. I gotta go take a leak too. All right, I'm gonna stop. All right, and we're back, and uh, we have discovered a major Dude. flaw. In our podcasting idea. Pee break. Pee break. We need a pee bucket. <laughs> so we need a bucket. These guys are gonna keep talking about shout outs to the local community um, that are amazing while I go ahead and open up our last KBS, the 2019 KBS. And that 2019 KBS is coming in at 12.2% bottled on Three six nineteen. So mm. pretty recent. March sucked. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It was a shitty month. This 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 last winter was fucking terrible. For it Michigan. was awful. Michigan sucked. Michigan. Sometimes. This this is the first time that in my history in my life that I can remember that Michigan recorded a oh. negative forty minus fifty wind chill. Minus fifty oh. wind chill at one point. Jesus. Yeah. I know. Kids are such a. Snowflakes today too, man. Look here, we stayed inside those two days. Uh, it was cold. No, I vaguely, I not vaguely, I clearly remember you and I having to get called out in a negative fifty wind chill to take care of a customer, and the COO of our location coming out and pulling his watch out of his pocket and timing us. And be like, okay, guys, ten minutes or less. Yeah. Any more than ten minutes, please switch out. Oh yeah, we had the wind chill chart up. Like, oh, thank God to our COO of the this company is one we work frostbite for. Hits. Yeah, you guys oh, God, do work yeah. for an amazing company. You yeah, really and do. Uh, I don't want to get too personal in who we work for and what we do but our coo is an amazing dude yeah seriously yeah he takes care of us no i'll choke you inside 
right, here we Kurt's go. Kurt's the happiest I've ever seen him. Oh, my. So we already gave a shout-out to Downright Nerdy Podcast. Right. Love you guys. Because they're awesome. Oh, just a little podcast. They're pretty cool, too. I just we, started we, listening to them. Yep. Uh, Marco and Cookie, the, the we haven't finished the shout-out for just a little podcast. Those guys are amazing. Yep. I just downloaded them. They're next. Got the Fake Nerd Podcast. Fake Nerd is pretty good. Three Shots of Honesty podcasts. I, I downloaded them. I have not listened to them yet, but hey, thanks, guys. Yep. Got Trash Talk podcast. Oh, yeah. Trash, trash Talk. talk. Yeah, I listened to their first episode. Yeah. Uh, you got Thaddeus Prime. Oh. Oh. Shout out to my man, Thaddeus, who's also a Discord member of Simpleman's Comics, who's always hanging out and sharing great info. Nice. You got uh, Framed Comics checking us out. Nice. Uh, you got the Pod Lab. Nice. Uh, What's Your Name Again podcast. What'd you say? Yeah, you heard me. All right. (laughs) I'm kidding, guys. I, you know, I love waking up in the morning and seeing like 400 notifications of all these new podcasts that are starting to watch us and, you know, laughing and making fun of us. It's awesome. Got the Rigor Mortis podcast. (laughs) Hey, wait a minute. Yeah, that's uh, a little close to home for you, huh? I know, right? That sounds kind of dead. Yeah. <laughs> but um bump. <laughs> oh, hey Rick. Oh, gee. And Marty. I know there's a bunch more that we've probably missed. I love all you guys. Thanks for the support. Yep. Blame Andy. He was in charge of doing this. So. Shout out to the YouTube community with podcasts, oh. comics, everything. The YouTube Absolutely. community out there is all about supporting each other. Simpleman's comics, comic core, uh, you name it, man. There are Absolutely. just a gazillion people out there that want to shout out. You know, like the Downright Nerdy Podcast has a YouTube channel now. Right. One of my favorite YouTubers is Mesa Sean. He does Destiny 2 content mainly, but he always comments oh. back. When I make a comment on his videos, like there's 400 comments. He makes comments. He responds to almost everybody. So shout out to him. That's awesome. Yeah, double check so. um, Thaddeus Prime. Uh, he does a YouTube channel as well for uh, gaming. Yes, I was looking at his stuff, and I think he's the one that posted that pitch, that uh, cover art of Mister Sinister, wasn't he? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Mister Sinister has got to be one of my favorite villains from the X Men. Oh, this is a great segue yeah. into our quick little discussion yeah. about uh, greatest villains in comic book history. Absolutely, we were talking about that the other day. Yeah, uh, I'm going to be short and sweet about this, and in my opinion, the greatest villain villain is going to be Kingpin. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, we were talking about that the other day. Ooh. Kingpin never loses, baby. I will say Kingpin as far as Vincent D'Onofrio playing Kingpin. That's what we greatest. talked about, oh too. Oh, my God, yeah. We yeah. talked about that, too. Vincent D'Onofrio, if you ever hear this podcast, we would love we to interview you. We love you. Oh, yep. my God, do we love you. So that, Even when you were wearing an Earl suit, did we love you? Don't Vincent, care. Vincent love. D'Onofrio is Kingpin. Oh, absolutely. 100%. There has never been a better Kingpin ever. I've never Ever. seen a better embodiment of a villain to go from, from a comic book from just pure class and art to just pure rage beating the yeah. shit yeah. out of somebody with your fist and slamming their head yes. in a car door. Just, a, yes. Holy just shit. the switch flips in his head where he goes to pure kingpin mode oh. and just smashes somebody. It's, it's so amazing. Brilliant. God so bless brilliant. Vincent D'Onofrio and his ability to act that role because and um, say a silent prayer that the MCU will come back through Disney Plus or Hulu. One of the two. I don't uh, care what. So it's, God, uh, I that's, hope Hulu. that's outside of the MCU now. They're trying to bring it in. So one of the things oh. that's floating around right now is that people are speculating on John Bernthal's contract being picked up via, um, I forget via what, but trying to get pulled into the MCU. So oh, John, Bernthal, John Bernthal's mm. contract has not been picked up, but 
like many other fans out there, uh, it is a very, very good bet that it'll be picked up. John Bernthal, just just like Vincent D'Onofrio is the best kingpin out there. Yeah. John Bernthal is Daredevil. the Punisher. Oh, Punisher. Oh, Punisher dude. oh sorry, Shane. Sorry. Oh, is it Charlie Cox's? Uh, He'll playing? always be Shane yeah, from the Charlie Cox is Charlie your, Cox uh, is Daredevil. Charlie Daredevil. Cox is See, I get Daredevil. Their name. Yeah. Oh, my God. So they, the, whoever casted this, and I am not good with names or memories of who Me did either. what, but whoever casted Charlie Cox, John yep. Bernthal, Vincent yep. D'Onofrio, and the rest of that team deserves that, a gold medal. Series, oh god, fuck yes, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. the Marvel universe. So there. this is this oh, yeah. is gonna be this is gonna be like a marionette. If Disney, one, if uh, one string DC gets, take note, yeah, DC take note, please. If one string get, on this marionette gets pulled, i.e., John Bernthal or Vincent D'Onofrio, the rest of them have to come. Yeah, they have to. The community oh would the community would be in. Because you know what's going to happen if they wreck it. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, ben Affleck. Oh God. <laughs> oh God, we talked uh, about that too. How many superheroes will they let that motherfucker wreck? We talked oh. about that too. The damn daredevil with Ben Affleck. We're like, <laughs> bleh, bleh. so um, did we finish our shout outs, guys? Mm, pretty close, I I'm, think. I'm sure we're missing a few, and I am terribly sorry for that. Yeah, shout out to everybody in the podcasting community, Absolutely. And the YouTube community that it shares everybody because you're all amazing and we love y'all. And as we get better at this, we'll probably do this first before we start the beers. Oh my God! Yeah, a shout yeah. out segment should probably be front and center. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm guessing, guys. Cause With the I, magic of editing, it can be happening. Yeah, oh we also don't want to don't want to lose that organic uh, um, organic feeling either, but. Um, Very true. Yeah. So King, King, Kingpin, Kingpin is my vote for an amazing villain. Sweet. Yeah, I love. Oh, it. I I will agree because you brought in the Vincent D'Onofrio thing as far as that goes. But to me, as far as just a pure reading standpoint, I I have to go with Mister Sinister. Ooh. I loved Mister Sinister because when I was a kid, I was such a huge nerd. The whole genetic aspect of him trying to perfect the mutant genes was awesome until. He got hell bent on Jean Grey and uh, Scott um, Summers. Oh yeah. Uh, then it kind of it took it tanked for me after that. But yeah. when he was trying to perfect the species, that was amazing. Him and the High Evolutionary. I don't know. It's kind of a it's kind of a toss up for me. I know you weren't you weren't more of the mutant guy. I was more of the X Men. I was really heavy into the mutants. Oh, I'm heavy into X Men too. I'm just way okay. behind. I'm in my collection. Like oh, I, I had to get rid of my collection, bouncing around as early as I did in my twenties, and right. now I'm building everything back. Right. Well, I kind of got out of it in my in my mid teens because I discovered the female of the species, but. Um, I, I still am a huge X Men fan. I forever I will forever be an X Men mm-hmm. fan. I I don't care. Um, X Men's coming in to the MCU Phase I, Five. I'm, it's I'm gonna happen. Phase Five. So disappointed though in the the movies. Oh my god! I hate so let let let, let go let go of that. Okay. I'm and trying. in Phase Five, they're gonna attempt to introduce something. Ooh. They're, they're gonna do work. the thing. Do the thing. Phase, phase. Do the thing where you make me proud. Phase four is very space forward with the Nova Corps and Ooh. Nova and um, a lot of other things. Interesting. Phase five, my understanding is where they're gonna start crossing a lot of things, and then um, or end of phase four, beginning of phase five, crossing things in. And uh, so, are they gonna bring like cable into it and stuff like that, or well, like the the time traveling stuff, or the I, I don't, don't know. know. There's so much speculation involved at that point. It's it's. Because correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Cable the son of Jean Grey and Scott Summers from the future? Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, the future, mm-hmm. the future. I remember. So, Kurt, favorite villain? 
It doesn't have to be MCU necessarily. No, it can be even DC. Dude, I'm totally agreeing with you. Kingpin for me, man. God, yeah. He didn't read comics, so fucking Kingpin. Man. I didn't, but I watched them. He was too busy like playing with horses and stuff. Yeah, I had outside things to do. Kingpin, <laughs> man. I, you know what? I'm just gonna say it right now. Hands down, the three of us are gonna say that Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin. Enough said. Fucking amazing. Awesome. I mean, just the you acting. could you could build an entire series of movies around Vincent oh, D'Onofrio's Kingpin, absolutely, and the Punisher, absolutely, and it would. It would still do really, really, really well. I would watch the hell it out of It would do that. better than the Dolph Lundgren Punisher of 1989 but, or 88 or whatever it was. Yeah. Dolph Lundgren, we still love you, but yeah. that, that was Go not a great... Go back to He-Man. That was not a great... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I guys, still love He-Man and that Dolph Lundgren Punisher. Yes. You guys probably don't watch... Courtney all, Cox. Do you guys always watch Always Sunny? Yes. No. Did you watch the latest episode? Yes. No. The Thunder Gun? Thunder Gun. Yeah. No. Yes. Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> Thunder Gun. Oh, Dolph no Lundgrim plays a character oh, in Always Sunny this, this last episode. <laughs> nice. And it was amazing. Uh, was and we're watching it, and all of a sudden, I'm like, hey, hun, look, it's Dolph Lundgren. She's like, no, it's not. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I love the, Dolph Lundgren. Wait for, yeah. the, wait for the camera to pan around. It is. And she's yeah. like, oh, my God, it is. I hope he totally hangs dog in this one. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. All right. Bring us back to the beer. 2019. 2019. Thank you. KBS. I will say that this is drinking a lot easier than I thought it would. It is. And Can I'm, you show me the bottle over there? I'm getting a lot of caramel. I'm right. getting a lot of caramel. Holy crap. That is really hard to read. Oh, God. I know. That, la- that laser printing is terrible. He's two months older than I am. All right. This is 12.2%. Yes. Grandpa, put your, your damn glasses up. I don't need them to see this close, damn I it. don't need them, son. I can see them. Well, I can see close, but I can't see far as away. You guys aren't even that fucking old. Dude, wait till you're on our side of 40 and you tell me that. I blame computers. I got a while yet. No, you got a kid, dude. That ages you. It's like dog years. For every year that you have a kid, it ages you like 10. I will not disagree with that. Oh, my uh, God. All right. So 2019, this is the grand finale of this whole kajigger here. We made it. We, we fucking we made, made it. it. We made it through them we all. We didn't think we would. No. Eight years. I honestly didn't, think, didn't that think that we'd we make would. it through eight years of KBS because so, it's a heavy hitter. Uh, everybody take a knee for our livers. Oh, let's have a winning. Yep. We winning. won. We totally won that we one. We won. Our livers are still functioning. Nobody's turned yellow yet. Not that I can we tell. We are anyway. also not career drinkers. We, no. We just get together no. once in a We're while. We're just amateurs. The liver is the fastest healing organ in the it body. It is. And fun fact, Kurt and I are of the age group. We pioneered binge drinking in college. Hey, you're welcome, kids. I don't you're know welcome. if I'd be proud about that. You're welcome. You should be welcome. You should be. We pioneered it. We were, we were trailblazers. What's the favorite thing I learned in the military? I put a straw in the pint of liquor so that it introduces air, and you I can killed, drink it in three gulps. You, you kill, kill that pint. Yeah, you can kill that pint and the turtle. You kill oh. the turtles. Oh. You kill the turtles. <laughs> Time traveler from 2014. <laughs> what are turtles? What are turtles? <laughs> oh, my God. You want to talk about time traveling. So we finished our shout-outs. We finished our shout-outs. We did our quick little favorite villain section. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I want to go back to Netflix, and when yes. we talk about time travel, my okay. favorite series on Netflix right now that's sci-fi Don't even based. say that stupid one with the dude from Greg and Dharma. I don't know who that is. It, it's the it's the dark-haired dude that was on the criminal... Um, I still have no idea. I'm going to say the go show ahead. name, and go it's ahead. called Dark. Oh, never mind. D- I do like that. I it's started not, that. It's not the... Oh, you were all dark. hyped up to trash him, and I then was. he come back with... Hey, wah, hey, wah, hey, wah. hey, 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 hey. 
Hey. hey. Girls, girls. You're girls, all... you're all pretty, okay? <laughs> you're all pretty, girls. <laughs> yeah, pretty. I... <laughs> Go put so, your uniforms on. So Dark is a, ger- I believe it's a German show. Russian. That's, that, is it Russian? It's Russian. Okay, it's it's dubbed. I know what you're um, talking about because I started the first episode here last week, and, and I will first, agree. The first Amazing. episode, I was like, oh, my God, this is not going to be good. It's dubbed. No, but it's good. I the for- end of it was good. I forgot within 20, like 10 minutes that it was dubbed. I yeah. was sucked into it right away. It's like a combination of Stranger Things and Chernobyl. Yes, I will agree. Oh, uh, and I will say God. this, a very unpopular opinion. I'm not that big of a fan of season three of Stranger Things. Neither am I. I I'm going to drop the... I, stra- I am not a... I, Stranger Things is... Uh, I loved it, but season three, and now they're doing a season four, and I was like, oh, they it, are not... There's doing, no need. They're not doing... They should have ended it at season three. Uh, season two. Agreed, actually. I, I did, I, Looking back on season three, I agree. They should have ended it at season I've two. I've only watched four episodes of season three, and I'm like, I really don't care if I finish it, honestly. Yeah. I'm just like... Ugh. I'm going to go out with the unpopular opinion here. I haven't seen any of them. How about that? You can leave. <sighs> the first season was amazing. You can sit on the toilet, sir. Yeah, go sit on the toilet. Pretend that you know how to poop. You haven't watched Stranger Things? Who the fuck are what, you? What fucking year is this? Uh, I time traveled here. <laughs> Good answer. You forget, Good answer. You forget he lives in poverty land of data. Oh. Hey, when you live in the country, hey, you get yeah. what you get. Oh. Kurt, what is your download speed and upload speed? I don't want to talk about it. Please, please share with the community. Uh, last time I checked, it was 12 meg download <laughs> and about 0.8 up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we got that in like 95 in the dorms at Western. Hey, look here. When you live in the country, not next to anybody, and you can't see your neighbors, it's amazing. And so do you still have to go to family video to borrow your porn? No. There's- <laughs> I hate you all. And there's a thing called the internet. Oh. Yeah, but you're not fast enough to use it. I'm going to pass out. Oh, but it is. (laughs) I'm I'm going to pass out, and it's not from masturbation. (laughs) Oh, my God, the Blues Traveler guy. You remember that interview with him? Oh, yes, (laughs) yes. They do have the mobile website versions of things. Oh, so... all, all German granny porn. Fair, fair is fair. Doctor Lieber. <laughs> Kurt lives in an amazing, quiet, das ist gut. quaint location, full of animals, and he does. It is, it is awesome where he lives. I mean, you can blow <laughs> shit up and nobody cares. Kurt, li- Kurt literally wakes up in turkey season. Kurt literally wakes up, puts his sandals on, walks out to a, a corner of his property, and shoots a turkey yeah. in five minutes. In well, two sure. of them, two of them with one shot, and he Take, wasn't even wearing clothes. He takes the bird and tags it, and he comes back, sends me a picture, and his turkey season's over in twenty minutes. <laughs> pretty sure I got him off the front porch. <laughs> I don't know about that because I'm pretty sure the legal lot, le- there's a legal limit of distance from a major building. <laughs> right. oh, I tagged him. Oh, yeah, he tagged them. Yeah, good. yeah, and they loved it. <laughs> but um, what movie is that from? That's know. the Crow. See, there you go. That's Remember what the Crow? Thirty years of friendship will do for you. Used to buy. I bought that on VHS when that came out. Oh yeah. God, yeah. I wore that VHS out. So Dark on Netflix is my latest pick for amazing sci-fi content. Okay, um, I. You know, it's got I, a little bit of horror. It's got a little bit of sci-fi. It's got a little suspense and thriller and kind of leaves you guessing. And, right. And it sucks. The story is so good. It sucks you and you forget that it's dubbed. I will raise you dark and I will put on the table Amazon Prime's Carnival Row. I have. I am ready to start that this week. Dude, I will tell you. Okay. One word comes to mind. Steampunk. I have heard that. Orlando Bloom. 
amaze balls. Ooh, amaze balls! Like you would think that somebody oh as big as Orlando Bloom would be like you know overrated the whole nine yards. He is amazing in this role. And the whole storyline is just amazing. I I finished the last episode like I blew through him so fast. Did you, I want more? You did what? I blew through him. Blew through him. Oh, my, oh god. my god! It was amazing. Oh my god! <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, oh god. my god! I had to go to Judge Judy with my mom. <laughs> That's which, another one on Netflix. Which brings us to Kurt's favorite. Yeah, Big Mouth on Netflix. <laughs> Guilty. Big, Big Mouth on Netflix with Nick Nick what? Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll, thank who you, plays, sir. Who, if you watched Parks and Rec, plays... Uh, the douche. The yes, douche. the douche. Yeah, he's a giant douche. He's in, <laughs> what's that movie, Sausage Party? Yes. Yeah, he's the giant douche. He's the giant douche. Nick, Not Nick. to be confused with the falafel getting it on with the bagel. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Nick Kroll, thank you for bringing people down to earth. Oh my that god, shit is fucking hilarious. I love Maury. It's so true. Oh, Maury is the best. Oh my god, this guy's amazing. Now, what are you gonna do? Oh, Steve, <laughs> Steve, <laughs> what are you gonna Coach do, baby? Now I'm Coach Steve, and now I'm just mannequin Steve. But hey, you want to get a draw? I got a new job in every episode. What, what are you gonna, gonna do? do? I'm gonna draw a picture of Mr. Clean. Oh. How does it go? Oh, you do have a sensitive side. But fucking Mr. Clean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to draw a unicorn. Oh, you do have a sensitive side. But fucking Mr. Clean. The funny thing is then you Ooh. watch American Housewife with the Pat, no- or what's it? Pat the Oswald? Pat Not Pat Oswald. Um, the guy from the Drew Carey show. Uh, oh. He played Oswald on the good the Drew Carey show. Oh, yeah. He also does Batman voiceovers, but he also does the voiceover of the hormone That's uh, Diedrich. Uh, Diedrich, yep. Diedrich Barter. Yes. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Big Mouth comes back for season three this week? It's on now. It's on, it's now. on right now. It's it's on. Last, it came out last weekend. Last yeah. weekend. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm through the first five episodes already. I watched the it? first one last Kurt, share your, thro- <laughs> share your thoughts. First five episodes, I'm not a fan of the musical stuff. Yeah, no. neither am I. But uh, you know, Maury's got some. Maury's got some things in there. But Nathan, I'm Fillion sure he's has got a fat of package. Th- oh, I'm Nathan pre- Fillion has I'm, a fat package. Has a fat package, and <laughs> we'll make an appearance. I'm pretty sure he's got lots of stuff. Stuff somewhere. Oh, speaking of Nathan Fillion. Anybody else watch The Rookie? Nope. can't say that. I it's have. on Hulu. It's his new show where he plays like a forty-something-year-old rookie in the LAPD. So, oh yeah! Oh, it's good. It yeah, really you guys is good. Me that. Is it? It yeah, is yeah, really yeah. good. You said but, Hulu? Hulu, yeah. Okay. But oh, if you Hulu. watch the first season, <laughs> you watch the first episode of this next season. He has lost so much weight, like fifty pounds or more. Jesus this Christ. next season. Oh my god! <laughs> it's just, but it's fun. It it it's funny, but it's serious. It's it's Nathan Fillion. I mean, yeah. it's everything you love about Nathan Fillion, other than Felicia Day. Nobody loves her. But all right. But so. Founders, final thoughts of this KBS lineup. I've got to go with 2012. Started out like amaze balls. Fucking yeah. amazing. Like out of the park, like fucking hit it into the stratosphere. 2012. And it's been, yeah, 2012 has been dream level beer, uh, dream level status beer. Absolutely. So um, I if agree. I had to pick a number two, I think it would be this year. 17? No. no, no, I would say this year. Oh, I think you're right. I think I think ni- I think 19 is a good number two, and I think yeah. 17 is a good number three. Yeah, I would do, I would say that. Yep, and I would put and 14 not, at the bottom. And I'm not. Yeah, I'm not even going to think beyond the first three. 12, no. 12, 19, and 17, and yeah. beyond that, it was 
Just not worth the money. Yeah, I'll agree. I'll 100% agree with that. What I will agree with is the fact that um, eight beers all above 11% give you a pretty funny buzz. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I'm glad we split them. So, Jesus. We, we have a surprise, though, don't we? We do? We have a surprise. We do, don't we, Kurt? We do have a special guest beer. I have no idea what it is. Oh, shit. I, okay. It I got one more sip here. might be... A batch two pink lady. Okay, if we're gonna do a special beer, I better do it. We better do a glass wash. Okay, yeah. it might be a size on. I don't know what the hell it is. I don't remember because were my two girls helping us with this? Yeah, it's got the it's got the cherry lid on it. Yeah, because I remember like I brought the two girls out to your house and they were playing with Ellie and we were bottling beer and then Ellie got bored with the girls and then they got bored because Ellie wouldn't play with them anymore. Yeah, you'll have that. Am I supposed to drink this or? Yeah, oh. it's just water. Yeah, I mean, it's watered down. Oh. Treat yourself. Oh, it's Bud Light. Thanks. Wa- there washes, you go. Washes your glass and washes your liver. Mm. Oh, okay. Noise. I will say this: before I learned what good beer was, and don't hate me, please don't hate me. I did visit Budweiser in St. Louis. Oh, I'm not gonna hate you for that. Hey, when I was a kid, we went down there, and my dad's like, "Yeah, I don't want to drink this. Here you go." I was like, okay. <laughs> Kurt's like, I've never had beer before. And we're back from the Baby Bladder podcast break. Oh, wait a minute. No, this is Pinky's Out podcast. Pinky's Out. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're at the end of our beer experience tonight. After and, all the KBS. Right? We are going to open a mystery bottle because Kurt and I are piss poor about labeling the beer that we bottled. Uh-oh. Yes. Yeah. This could be something very good. It could be something very bad. It's got a cherry on the on the top of it, but that really doesn't tell me a whole lot. No, it's very cloudy. Yeah, I'm thinking that might. Would that be our one of our uh, pumpkin? Maybe that pumpkin beer we made no. for bells. Oh no? please, God, no! No, I don't think this is a no? pumpkin. This is either a saison or. Could some it be bittersweet? Maybe awful. It's one of the bad batches of the cherry wheat. I think oh. it, I think it could be. I think it's that third batch that nobody would drink. Bad yeah. as in turned? No, it's not. No, turned. no, no, no. I just like tart. Like it was more of a sour than like yeah. nothing sh- we enjoy. This should I would, be interesting. You got enough towels over there? Because if this thing blows, yeah, this 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 might be a bottle bomb. Um, I didn't really think about that when I decided to do this in my basement. Right. Right. Next time we'll have a pee bucket and uh, a bucket for bottles because these guys apparently have to pee every five minutes. I'm going to have to install a urinal down here now. Oh, that'd be amazing. Oh, Fatal flaw. Two hour podcast with like a 12 pack of beers. Yeah, we got to pee. Yeah. Yeah. Especially right. these guys, dude. Hey, like girls. All right, here we go. Oh, oh, hey, that's a good. That, that you know, uh, oh, oh. so far, so good. Oh, oh, so far, so good. What's it smell like? Oh, oh. Uh oh. Bad? Think, I think he likes it. Oh, it smells good. Uh oh. <laughs> smells really fucking good. Now I'm fucking puzzled. This has got to be one of those crazy pink lady batches. This but, smells like a fruit roll up. But it might not be the. It's not that first batch. No, it's I guarantee, not. It can't be because I didn't buy those bottle caps. It's not the first batch because the first batch had those. Uh, it's like a white beer bottle. Yeah, because it turned it, it turned blue when it was drinking temperature or whatever. Yeah. Because we didn't realize we bought the good ones. Yeah. This is just like a, just got cherries on top. It's like a white label. Looks pretty wheat. Yeah, it's pretty blonde looking. Yeah. Lots of carbonation. Lots, Lots of, of carbonation. carbonation. Is this forced or no? 
No, no, no. This would be um, those uh, drop bottle drops. Yeah, there's a little candy, little like cough syrup type. Holy yep. shit, that's a lot of carbonation. Yeah, how, it's like how a little. Old, how when did this get bottled? Do you remember? Back to the piss poor labeling. Yeah, that's got to be seven years old. I have no idea. When? Hmm. Yeah. You were still so, living in Battle Creek. Awkward. Awkward. Yeah, this doesn't have a year on it at all. No, we didn't. No. <laughs> Dude, are you kidding me? We weren't that scientific. We're lucky we put it in a bottle. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> oh, we all started. Right. Once you start kegging, it's kind of hard to go back to bottling. Okay, to so I feel like this is going to have to be a trend that we're going to have to do like a like a mystery homebrew at the oh, end. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think maybe if we get enough listeners, we may open it up to somebody who can send us something. There you go. Ooh. Yeah, I would totally take a suggestion to oh. try at the end Ooh. of a. Uh oh, that's oh. one of the that's one of the pink Uh-oh. lady variants. Yeah, but it's not pink anymore. It smells like a fruit no. roll. Ooh, it's it like smells. super hazy blonde, which is what everybody's trying to go for. The right? hazy IPA, the hazy, the hazy. Yeah, oh, love so the haze hazy. or whatever they say. So haze. Oh yeah, this. Uh, hmm, I this don't is guys. definitely hazy. What do you think? Well, you know what you gotta do. Pinkies out. out. I got nothing but carbonation. Ooh, I've got. I'm not. I'm not. I'm gonna say that's not too bad. I got a ton of. Carbonation. I can't tell what we did there. I don't know what the hell. I we don't did. know what we were thinking. It's not. It's definitely a wheat beer. Yeah. Was that the wit? Uh, was that the summer wit that we did? No. We? This has got some kind of fruit to it. Cherry. Smell it. Yeah, I smell it, but I, it almost smells like strawberries. Did, is it a strawberry? I don't ever no. remember doing a strawberry. No, one. we didn't do strawberry. This has got to be that summer wit that we... We were trying to do a cherry wheat, but It we, smells like a fucking fruit roll-up, though. It's not bad, though. No. God damn, it's good, No, actually. I'm just waiting for the carbonation to die out, because I got nothing but carbonation on the first sip. I'm, I'm it's got to be one of those batches of cherry wheat that we tried to do. Yeah. It's not Pink Lady, but it's... Yeah. It's a, it's a fruity wit. Yeah, it's and it's good actually. It's a yeah, thing. Shit. I mean, it's a thing. It's good. It's we, beer. That is drunk. light. Yeah, it's light. And you guys know the difference between being sour tart. Yeah, oh, and yeah, good yeah. tart. No, this, yeah, is, this is this is a good tart. Yeah, there's no sour here. No, fuck no. No, no. God, you guys know what you're doing. Sometimes, sometimes. Every squirrel finds a nut, right? Right. <laughs> Speaking of squirrels. All right, final notes, final ideas, final closing thoughts. Uh, we've been at it for almost two hours, Holy and I know shit. we've been uh, we've been killing it. This yeah. this is just when you know you when you're having fun, time fucking flies. I know, right? I mean, as much as we're hating on founders, closing time, time for you to go out into the world. Closing time. Turn on the lights up over every boy and every girl. Closing time. One last call for alcohol. So finish your whiskey or beers. Closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. I know who I want to take me home. Too far, I know. I want to take me home. I know who I want yeah. to take me home. Take, take me, me home. home. Oh, 
Oh god. And after that, take me home. Pinkies out. Pinkies out, bitches. Pinkies out. Catch you on the flip side. Pinkies out. Pinkies out. <laughs>